0: It has been 43 days and President Joe Biden has not given a press conference. And I guess there's a video going around where it was posted earlier today. Joe Biden is doing some kind of tele press conference and he says, "Okay, I'm going to I'm going to take your questions now if that's what I'm supposed to do. And then all of a sudden the camera turns off and then all of a sudden the screen goes to an image that says, thanks for joining. And that was it. No questions allowed. And as we were talking about this, wondering, is this the is this really the biggest news? I mean, just Joe Biden calling a lid like he normally does. We noticed something. We got Jack Murphy hanging out.
1: What's up, everybody? Good to be here. It's every and, other Wednesday night.
0: But he was like, where's the State of the Union address? And I was like, well, it's his, it's, his, it's his inaugural year. It's his first year. I mean, maybe they don't give one, right? So we went back all the way to 1977. That's how long. That's the uh, the amount of time where this is unprecedented. So... I don't, I don't want to say unprecedented, I say almost unprecedented, because in 1977, Jimmy Carter waited until like April 18th to give a, 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 a speech to the Joint Session of Congress. We are now on March 3rd. And not only has Joe Biden not given a press conference, not only are they turning off his camera so he can't answer questions, he's not given a State of the Union address. And every president up until 1977, by this time, had already done it. Jimmy Carter was the outlier. Again, not unprecedented, but... Just really creepy combined with everything. Now, look, Jimmy Carter giving the State of the Union, I think in in April, made sense simply because it was Gerald Ford before uh, Gerald Ford before him, only like three days before he was inaugurated, where he gave an address like right Uh. up until the last minute. So it seemed like Carter was like, "Eh, I should probably wait a little bit, maybe because it's just too many addresses going to the nation. This Joe Biden stuff is 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 pretty creepy. And now we got there's this claim. That on March 4th, militia groups are going to storm D.C. or something. I tell you this, Joe Biden not giving a State of the Union is certainly adding fuel to the fire of these conspiracies. So we're going to talk about that. we got some other cultural stories. we got stuff about <laughs> a Netflix producer claiming the CPAC stage was a Nazi symbol, but now we know it was actually made by a Democrat. So that's a weird backfiring. And then we have a crazy story. There's, a, there's a, an emergency announcement. Birth rates are declining to such an extent it is being called an emergency and a crisis. So we'll talk about these things. As I mentioned, Jack Murphy's hanging out. What's
1: up, everybody? Good to be here. Nice to see everybody sitting in a different chair tonight. Oh. Every other Wednesday. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. You're very clean, Jack. Like Thank you. Appreciate it. I get so, a trim up every other Wednesday. Very Come in here
2: nice and smooth. Yeah. I never knew until
1: just now.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. What's up, everybody? Ian Crossland in the house. Good to see you all. IanCrossland.net.
4: Yeah. Jack. And Come then at I, at I am Sarah Patchlitz pushing buttons in the corner, as I do.
2: Luke Rudkowski is currently on vacation.
0: Yes. He swears he's coming back, but I'm not sure I believe him. Luke. Because that guy's like, he'll just be like, hey, I'm in, I'm in Cuba. And it's like, what? 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 <laughs> what are you doing down there? It's like, I'm actually going to Argentina. It's like, uh, okay. In the RV, so, no less. In the RV, yeah. just like on the water yeah. and everything. You know? It's impressive. Well, let, let's, 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 we're going to go through this news. Before we do, head over to timcast.com mm. and become a member because we have a bunch of exclusive episodes, segments, and everything. For those that aren't already members, it's not just three clips. Look, I can keep loading more and more. Look, we got we got a full hour talking about kangaroos with yes. Sydney Watson. We have fun we over got, there. We got James O'Keefe for over an hour, talk, just ragging on the media. We got full bonus episodes as well as just a ton of bonus segments. So become a member because in the event that we get banned, which. Seems possible, considering we're in this purge, this is where the content will live. And we're also building up a big network. We've got a new show coming. It's on crime, cults, mysteries, and the paranormal. That's going to be with Cassandra Fairbanks. And it's it's going to be like evergreen, not super newsy. But this is going to get this crazy. I'll, some of the people we're already talking to about coming out and talking about stuff, people are going to be like, how could you have that person in your house? And I'm like, yeah, that's probably a good point, but it's going to be awesome. <laughs> so make sure uh, that 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 is all coming and uh, sign up there. But let's let's do this. The first thing I want to show you is a story from Fox News. Biden still hasn't held a press conference after 43 days in office. The subhead for the Fox News article says, quote, I think his people keep him away from the media because they were afraid he might trail off or have difficulty answering basic questions, which brings me to this video clip from the first. Check this out. I'm, I'm going to play this for you. And I'm happy to take questions if that's you. I'm supposed to do, Nance, whatever you want me to do. And it just for those listening, the feed just cuts out and then it says, thank you for joining. So it wasn't what? an accident. It, there's no way. It says President Biden participates in a virtual event with the House Democratic Caucus. It just turns off. That's it. So, again, not only has Biden not called a press conference. Eat, like apparently his handlers aren't allowing him to do it. And I don't mean handler like some grand conspiracy where he's the Manchurian candidate or something. I mean, literally like the people working with him are like, come on, Biden, it's time to go to bed. They put him in the wheelchair with the blanket on his lap and he goes and they cart him away. And uh, this is what we saw today. So it, it was this clip. Jack, Jack's like, you see this clip? Check this out. And then I think you asked about the State of the Union, right? Yeah. And then we just started digging, doing some real investigative
1: journalism over here. Trying Trying to figure out what's really going on. You know, if I got elected president and I had been vice president and I had been the one sitting in the chair up behind the president all those times, listening, applauding like a seal every time the president said standing up when you're supposed to. If I had my chance to finally be the guy giving the speech with the two people behind me cheering me on and clapping me on and the whole nation watching and joint session of Congress, State of the Union address. I'm the president of the United States. I'd be trying to schedule that thing day
3: after
0: freaking honor inauguration. Well, let me let me let me let me pull the dates. So we go back to 2017. The first thing was first question we asked was, okay, well, it's it's his first year in office. Do they give a State of the Union address like within a month of being inaugurated? Donald Trump, February 28th, 2017. OK, that was his first public address. It was Donald Trump's speech to the Joint Session of Congress. All right, well, well, Trump did it. So then well, let's go back to uh, Obama. 2009, Obama's speech to Joint Session of Congress, February 24th. Mm. All right, well, what, what about George W. Bush? So we, we tried searching Wikipedia. Sure enough, there's nothing listed. Why? Because Bush didn't call it a State of the Union, but on February 27th, he held an address to the Joint Session of Congress. All right. Well, let's go back even further. We have Bill Clinton, President's Address to the Joint Session, 1993, State of the Union, February 17th, William J. Clinton Presidential Library. All right. Then we've got February 9th, 1989, Bush Sr. We go back to the Reagan Library, February 18th, 1981. And then we stop here. President Carter. 1977, April 20th. But I believe the date is actually listed as April 18th in, in media. But we have here from the History, Art and Archives. This is House.gov saying April 20th, 1977. That's how far back you have to go in order to find a time where a president has gone this long without giving a State of the Union or joint, uh, a speech to the Joint Session of Congress. So again, not unprecedented, just it's been a really long time. In my lifetime and I'm old.
1: Yeah. It's been in my lifetime and I'm old and it didn't happen and it hasn't happened. Why not? Wouldn't you
2: be excited to do it? Yeah, this is a different generation. It's a different time. He should be giving YouTube making YouTube videos, if not daily, weekly.
1: Well, yes, that's, of course, a social media strategy is something that they all should really be employing and they're not. And Trump should have been doing that. And he didn't. However, come on. I mean, he kind of did, but it was I wouldn't
0: call it a strategy. You know what I mean? Well, I
1: just I wish and and guys in our circle have been calling for this. He should have been doing periscopes. He should have been doing yeah. live streams. He should have been letting people in on the inside and going direct. But anyway, another topic for conversation. Jimmy Carter. or. Uh, um, I'm Joe, pulling Biden. Joe Biden here. <laughs> Joe Biden, he, I don't think, has the stamina to stand up there, does he?
0: No, that's the. I think that's it. Yeah. That's why they won't let him answer questions. You know why? When he said in that video, he's like, I'll take some questions. They're going to go, um, President Biden, and then they're going to call out something like Cuomo. Huh. People dead in nursing homes. And he's going to go, oh, drew, drew it on a shot a the <laughs> And then people are going to be like... Uh, it's
2: been a while what? since I've heard his voice, and when you played that, he sounded just...
0: Get haggard. Well, who's, haggard. Who's
2: old. Nancy?
1: He asked. He's like, I'll, I'll take some questions if that's what you want me to do. Nancy? It, it was the House Democratic Conference. Oh, Dem- yeah, oh Pelosi. Oh, Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes, yeah, if I'm supposed to. Yeah, maybe to she that. was the one. She was like, no. Cut him off. <laughs> yeah.
0: Cut him off. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't she older than he is?
1: She is, but she does seem to be a little bit more
2: lucid than spry. he Spry, Yeah, she's pretty yeah, it's, all the, it's, all the Botox. it's all the Botox.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know if that's keeping her going. But so, so
2: I think Biden got an eye lift. Is that what that's called? Did yeah, he? yeah. A facelift? Probably. He got a lot of work done. He did. And he's a really old
0: guy.
1: Well, imagine what, you know, you saw what happened to Obama. You saw what happened to Bush and to Reagan, how the presidency ages people. Yeah, dude. It did not age Trump.
4: I noticed that did not <laughs> yeah. did not age
1: Trump at all.
0: As he a matter of fact, anything it. it de-aged him. But Biden, though, he may just disintegrate. Yeah. Did you see the? Oh, was it was the Onion article, I think, where it was like uh, presidency ages Biden in first term, and it was a picture of like a corpse just totally rotted, <laughs> like the, <laughs> the Crypt Keeper from, a, from yeah. that old HBO show. I don't know. Maybe Arizona. maybe a trigger warning. Yeah, <laughs> because the image is hilarious.
4: Oh boy. Do we St- stress? Oh my gosh! <laughs> Pull it up. Stress
0: of presidency already ages Biden ten like years. A literally mummified, and it's just a mummified but, Biden. Like,
3: Argh.
1: but like a joint session of Congress where the president addresses them and the nation on every network. Everybody stops everything to pay attention. That is a major moment for America, right? And what a uh, time right now we're in. Don't you think with January 6th and we need to heal and all this stuff,
4: unify,
1: unify and get past the election, don't you think that this, more than ever, should be a time for the president to address everyone,
0: well, well, everyone? But, but let's be honest. Do you really think Joe Biden getting up before a joint session of Congress and spouting out Trueno shabbat of pressure is going to unite people. I mean, look, it's funny. No, it's I use not. I use that it's word horrifying. because I don't know what else word you use to describe his inability to speak, but that one or Batacath care. He's gonna get up there and he's gonna be like my fellow, my fellow uh, Mexicans, uh, oh, my Mer- Americans, my fellow, uh, 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 you know, the, the, the people in the country. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but that's, but it's state of the union. They've got the teleprompters.
1: There's no questions. We're in a national crisis. The cut, the city is under siege and occupied. There's barbed wire fences around the capital. Now to take the other counter position, perhaps this is, and I hate doing this. (laughs) taking the other position. Perhaps, though, this is congruent with the state of emergency in the District of Columbia, the National Guard presence, potential threats of March 4th, people storming the Capitol. Maybe it's just too high of a security
0: risk. But wouldn't they say that? Wouldn't they even just come out and be like, too high of a security risk? We're going to postpone it. Dude, that that video creeps me out. The video where Biden's talking and they turn the camera off? I'm like, he's like, I'll do it. I'll take questions. I'll take some questions. Can I please? Can I please? What? I'm just imagining like he's sitting there and like Xi Jinping is is, 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 like is like standing with his arms crossed by the camera. And then when he's like, I'll answer questions, he goes and they cut it off. And it's like, I'm kidding about (laughs) Xi Jinping. I'm just saying, like, when Joe Biden is on camera saying, I'll do the questions and then someone turns it off. Who? Right. Just turned the president of these United States off in an address to the Democratic Congress, a caucus. Who did that? Who overrode the president himself? That is freaking me out. Can you imagine if that happened with Trump? Be like, I'll take some questions and people started to turn it off. No, the, joke, the joke was, oh, you know how they turned off Andrew Yang's mic in the Democratic debate? Did they? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. did, yeah. Because you, you could watch him. He's talking and he's like, I'm here to talk about universal basic. And they just yeah. hear him like very faintly from the other microphones and his mouth is moving. Trump would grab the other person's mic and go, excuse me, excuse me, you don't turn my microphone off. No, no, listen, I'm talking. Right,
1: right. He'd shut them all down. Right. Biden does not
0: have the fight in him. You but he even- turn the cameras off. He have anything right. in him. Could you imagine the president— Dude, I need to stress this to all of you listening at home. My fellow Americans— <laughs> The president of the United States was speaking to members of Congress and offered to answer questions and then abruptly and without any communication from the president, someone disconnected his communications. Who overrode the president? What network was it on? It was a WhiteHouse.gov. Wow. WhiteHouse.gov turned his camera. I'm going to say right now, in case I'm getting punked, is a video fake? It was posted by a bunch of verified people. Yeah. It was posted by The First on TV. It's, a, it's like a TV network. So what is this? Okay. Are we being are we being punked right now? And this video is going to go viral with all these leftists being like, how dumb he is? He thought it was real. I don't know.
1: It's it congruent, pathetic. which makes it believable. That's a scary thing. Right. It's totally well, congruent.
0: Outside of that whole scenario, the bigger picture
2: is no State of the Union address, nope. no press conferences. Nope. Right. It's, it's sad. The way he even was like, I guess I'll take questions now if that's what I'm supposed to do. He was like do. willing. Like what? Old, miserable, Mm -hmm. loose. He's obviously clearly not in control.
3: No, he's not in control
1: of the things he says, the way he spends his time, the way he can communicate to the American people, most likely in his decision making about what politics are doing. So let's tie this together. Remember the Syrian strikes uh, a few days ago? Yep. Kamala Harris apparently was answering phone calls for him. But but apparently Kamala Harris did not even know. She
4: was not told. She was
1: upset that she wasn't in the loop. Right? Who knew?
2: Who made the decision? Who is controlling Joe Biden? You know, Trump changed some of the laws regarding drone strikes and gave control of that to the military. So it could have been people in the military making the decision. Look at this this story.
0: Veep Kamala Harris takes foreign calls on behalf of Joe Biden February 16th. Jeez. Something something creepy, man.
2: And And I'll say
0: this. I'll say this in the video where Joe Biden is speaking. I'm willing to bet. That's a green screen behind him. That's right. I'm half kidding, actually. <laughs> I think it is a green screen, but it's not I like a nefarious be, green yeah. screen. I think it's just because he's doing a Zoom call or something. Right. But it does kind of look like he's sitting at a green screen. Yeah, it
1: does. Why did America elect Grandpa, who should be in a nursing home in New York City?
2: Because that of hatred. To do <laughs> yeah. Because of their hatred for Donald yeah. Trump. It's, they voted for him out of hatred, and now they got an idiot as president. No, he's not an idiot. He's just old. It's yeah, fine. he's super
0: old. What if yeah. the simulation is just breaking? You know? Like, like you ever see the Rick and Morty episode where they turn the, the simulation computing power down for Jerry <laughs> to like yeah. 5% and then nobody is talking, but he believes it? Like, people are saying, yes, and my man! And like, they're not actually interacting <laughs> with him, but he just thinks it's all real? Like, we're sitting here and Joe Biden's like, I'll answer your questions. Now the camera turns off and we're like, oh, that's normal. That's
3: normal. Yeah, that's there are
0: Americans thinking that's normal. That's the weirdest thing to me. What... Who are you you people you 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 all sitting there listening to this podcast? <laughs> you people, you, you people. people, you you podcast listeners. Oh yeah. How many of you are sitting there going like, "Well, that was normal." Nah. Like, is anybody thinking that?
1: <clears throat> only only people who are willingly convincing themselves to believe unreality so that they can get rid of Orange Man Bad. All this fits with something that I said here uh, back in November, which is that the the Democratic people were just beaten into submission. Yeah, and they and now they're willing to accept total insanity. Oh yeah, in order to just relieve the pressure, like Jennifer Rubin, right from the Washington Post the other day, she tweets out, she's like, "It's such a great day where I don't have to think about politics on the weekend or whatever."
4: I'm sleeping in late. This
1: I'm sleeping weekend. in late. So yeah. even she is like feeling the relief of not being beaten over the head all day by horrible, horrible, terrible things, and it's like, man. These, what is that? This is what except it is no, This is the new
2: normal jack. Yeah. You wear this thing and it protects you from COVID. It's like uh, a I, don't, I don't It has it, a vent on it. Yeah. Can you put it on with the headphones Did on at the same time? I don't think so, but I'll show you. Did you see the the people with the big green plastic boxes over yeah. there? <laughs> don't, don't That's don't the new normal. Don't say people. Them.
1: Say pod people. pod people. Children.
2: Animals. Oh yeah, yeah Those are children
1: in school, my friend.
2: I just saw two people in the woods with them on no
0: so, so <laughs> for for people who are just listening and can't see <laughs> like
2: what's happening the,
0: ian is wearing this weird like sp- you gotta turn the it's you got you gotta turn it on space otherwise space it's,
2: it's on now it's fogging up <laughs> it's venting for
0: me ian's wearing this big plastic <laughs> space helmet dome thing that we have
2: it's gonna protect me from covid and do,
4: a living apparently yeah
0: that's it wow. that's it the crazy <sighs> thing is you joe biden just said apparently uh, i i at some kind of like uh you know, interestingly, they're saying he didn't do a press conference, yourself. but he has answered questions because he was asked about uh, by a journalist about how long we're going to be locked down. He said, I can't give you an answer, but maybe this time next, next year. Next year. Right. At the same time, Greg Abbott completely opens up Texas, Mississippi, like, I believe Florida already open. Forget it. It's like, I, man, I was... Well, let's let's go back to that point you were making about maybe there's a security issue because mm-hmm. we have this story from Bloomberg warnings of. An, uh, warnings of another Capitol attack, raise tensions in Washington. Bloomberg's reporting that law enforcement warnings that a militia group may be plotting to attack the U.S. Capitol on Thursday, raised tensions again in Washington and helped prompt the House to cancel plans to meet for votes. That could explain why Joe Biden has not given a State of the Union address, as you mentioned. Quote, we have obtained intelligence that shows a possible plot to breach the Capitol by an identified militia group on Thursday, March 4th. The U.S. Capitol Police said in a statement Wednesday. We are taking the intelligence seriously. That alert followed a joint intelligence bulletin late Tuesday from the Homeland Security Department and the Federal Bureau of Investigation about extremists discussing carrying out attacks at the Capitol from March 4th to March 6th. Melissa Smyslova, a senior Homeland Security official, told two Senate committees about the threat on Wednesday. The police warning did not give specifics, citing sensitive nature of the information. Now, now, what's this all about? Why is a militia going to be storming in? Well, Bloomberg says. True Inauguration Day. Representative Michael McCall, a Texas Republican, told CNN on Wednesday that Trump has a responsibility to defuse the threat by telling his supporters to stand down. Quote, this threat is credible, McCall said. It's real. The March 4th timing coincides with the date linked to conspiracy theories about it being the true Inauguration Day. Presidents were sworn in on that date until the 20th Amendment to the Constitution shifted the ceremony to January 20th, uh, 20th in 1933. The warnings also come after Capitol Police and federal law enforcement came under severe criticism for not acting faster on intelligence than uh, that the Jan 6 protests could turn violent. The latest warnings caught many in Washington by surprise because they came after a day. They came a day after acting sergeant at arms. Timothy Blodgett told lawmakers that Capitol Police had no indication groups would travel to Washington to protest or commit acts of violence. Now, I'll tell you this. They're saying there's going to be 5,000 National Guards still there. They're keeping the fences and the razor wire. I said nothing was going to happen. That was I, I, I was saying it. I said, I think nothing's going to happen. I think if people do show up, it's going to be a bunch of people waving little American flags. They're going to go home like conservatives do. And I published a video on January 6th at 1 p.m. where I was like, nothing's happening. It's boring. Trump is speaking. People are going to go home. The session's happening. It's over, everybody. Two and then later. literally <laughs> when that video went live, it was like, Trump supporters have pushed past the barricade. Then 110, they're attacking the cops. And I was like, oh, well, <laughs> I was wrong. I was absolutely wrong about that.
1: Yeah, but, you know, the circumstances are completely different. You know, a, a militia. Well, first of all, what militia? Second of all, where did you hear about this? Because if it wasn't on Parlor, was it on Facebook? Yeah, no, no. If it was on Facebook, why is Facebook still up?
0: Well, because Facebook is special.
1: <laughs> yeah, of course they're special.
0: No, they're trying to get Facebook down in some way, too. Yeah. Like, the left has been going nuts against Facebook. Buzz... I think it was BuzzFeed wrote an article where they were like, this is where the insurrection was planned. And then it was like, number number one is Gan, number two is Parlour or whatever. And then number five, it said Facebook. Yup, that's right. Facebook and... They've been attacking Facebook nonstop over it. Facebook was where the groups existed, where they were talking about, you know, doing this, and Facebook didn't do anything about it.
1: Well, if they have credible information and they're monitoring it, why haven't they been talking about where this is chat? This chatter is happening. How do we shut this down? How do we prohibit this? This is a completely different environment. There's literally thousands of armed troops, razor wire, unscalable fences, an impenetrable uh, perimeter. There, no one is coming. With small arms into the district. To do what? To do, right. It's to not, walk
0: it. into a building and be like, by standing here, I'm on, it's glue. That makes me, you know, you can't you can't arrest me. I'm the president now. That's not how a country works. No,
2: and Biden, along that vein, Biden doesn't need to be in the Capitol to do a, <laughs> a, a talk to <laughs> Congress. That's, that's a good point. To deliver. He could be, this is the thing. We need a creative person in, in, in that position. I think Andrew Yang would have been a great, great example of that he was super creative and you need to be working with with the technology we have to to explain and help people and i mean it's just so ridiculous so, no, we, no no no
0: yeah you're right that negates the devil's advocate point you're making
2: i hated that i hated doing I hated
0: doing, it, doing <laughs> it joe biden could give a speech from Anywhere, space from moon, right yeah. well, on, well on paris when, go so, vibe, orbit but you know <laughs> the, he, like, the he, launch <laughs> the launch his body would just be a, <laughs> he could he could take his phone and hold it up and be like Hey, how's it going, America? You know, peace. <laughs> just <like> uh, that. <laughs> you know, my, my Americans, you know, everything's good. See you then.
2: People would like him so much better if he did. Is
0: that. Is this too. thing on? Is yeah. it on? Nancy, is it on? I
4: just used a lot. Is it on? Yeah. Get one. And then Jill <laughs>
0: Biden walks up and smacks him on the butt. Like like with Elizabeth Warren. Remember that? Dude, that was that was messed up. Do You <laughs> remember that <what> happened? <laughs> no. Elizabeth Warren was doing was trying to be like AOC and it was the cringiest thing ever. And she's doing an Instagram live thinking it's going to connect with young people. And she, she's like talking to people. And she's like, I'm going to go get me a beer. Right. That's I'm going right. to take a beer now. And then, but, but <laughs> hold on. This was crazy because she's drinking the beer and her husband walks up while she's streaming oh, and he yeah, smacked yeah. her on the butt yeah, and right. she like jumps. And then she said something. She said, I'm glad you're here. Or, I'm happy that you're here. And then Trump tweeted <laughs> yes. probably the funniest thing he's ever tweeted. He goes, what do you mean you're glad he's there? He's supposed to be he there. It's his house. <laughs>
4: That was just a great Shocker. tweet. I loved it. Yeah.
0: No, but a lot of people are responding to this Bloomberg thing saying, dude, no, this is ridiculous. It's the Democrats just being like, help, help. The sky is falling. One six. It's the end of the world. Oh, the militias are coming for us. We've always been at
1: war
2: with mm-hmm. the white domestic terrorists in the United States. And, and you got to, the military industrial complex will use any any possible evidence to, to enhance the mil- the militant nature of this society to gain security powers. yeah we got to be careful about it's this
0: not stuff. it's not just the military industrial complex it's just it's the it's the the revolving door between them and government it's the government agencies their contractors and the weapons manufacturers are all sitting there being like well i like blowing stuff up yeah don't you like, blowing I like getting stuff paid up?
2: to stand there with a gun I mean, hire my contractors and they'll guard you for no, <laughs> no reason because you're afraid.
0: I think That's- standing there with the gun is more like what the National Guard is doing right now. And I mean, no disrespect to the National Guard. Like the, the Blackwater types. What is that company called now? They keep changing the name because of the controversies. They're the guys who like they go in and do the real messed up stuff, you know, and I wonder, man. Because I, I hear this stuff a lot from people who su- who support that kind of action, that military action. They're like, yeah, well, you wouldn't be living half as good as you are right now if these guys weren't going out there and doing this stuff.
1: Blackwater, private contractors killing oh. people in the East.
0: Yep, absolutely. Oh, yeah. For, there there are course. people who believe, like, if we're not doing that, you know, the petrodollar falls and then we, we collapse and then we're, you know, that's it. <laughs> what does America export, man? War. Culture? Culture, maybe. Yep, yeah,
4: culture.
0: Culture uh, is probably one of our biggest exports. Debt. That's yeah. our
1: biggest export
0: <laughs> yeah well so we had we had uh, ethan suplee on the show and he mentioned what a lot of people don't realize about this war is that we're propping up the petrodollar yeah we can go into debt with as much money as we want because we're pointing guns at everybody basically so they got to use our dollars no matter what it could inflate things for americans but the economy can't collapse as long as we got guns pointed at people so that's I mean that's the whole that's the big
2: picture I well, guess. Blackwater's called Academy now. <clears throat> Are you sure it's called Academy now? I thought they changed the Ac- name. It was just Academy with an i. Not Academy Now. Oh. That'd be funny. Um, and Academy Now. Before that, it was called ZXE. They changed it from Blackwater <laughs> to Z in 2009 and then to Academy <laughs> in 2011. Why do they keep changing it? To avoid bad press. Oh, Monsanto did the same thing. It allowed itself to be bought by Bayer. <clears throat> you remember so- when
1: Marlboro changed their name to Altria as well? Altria? No. Sounds
3: like a yeah. medicine.
1: Right. Exactly. I mean, I don't, know, I don't know who to believe. I don't know where to put my attention. I just want to know who is pulling the strings. Who's the one that's saying to Biden, don't talk? Who's the one saying maybe you shouldn't do a joint session? Who's the one saying no State of the Union? One of the coolest things about being president has got to be doing the State of the Union. When you get 500 people standing up, cheering for you, national television, yeah, 40 million talk, people, yeah. it's got to be a highlight. I bet you Bill Clinton, when he first got elected, I bet you he was like, man, I can't wait to get this thing done. He did his first one, what, like 28 days or whatever after inauguration? Just enough time to get the speech written. To prepare, practice, yeah. to practice a whole bunch, to get the logistics down. He was probably like, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. He probably wanted to do it the next day. February, Joe Biden, Fe-
0: February 17th.
1: February 17th, <laughs> yeah. Less than a month later. Yep. Less than a month later. And Joe Biden, now in this time of of healing, when are you going to mm-hmm. heal me,
0: Joe?
4: Yeah, come on, Joe.
0: Come on, fat. This is- heal me. You know, you know what I was thinking? Do, what, what do you think the, the British Crown thought of the Founding Fathers Dangerous far right extremists, yes, exactly. terrorists, yeah, sovereign terrorism, citizen yeah. terrorists, terrorism, yeah. And under what authority mm-hmm. did the founding fathers have to actually declare independence?
1: God, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> literally God, yeah, literally. Well, well, it's like in the first what few seconds. Well, no, no, so.
0: actually, there were there were a series of elections held in the, in each state. And then some of them were, like, ad hoc and, like, unofficial. And then they sent representatives to varying degrees. They were supported by the state. They were down at the pub. And they're like, who's going to go to Philadelphia? Some of them were, you know, kind of crazy. (laughs) But then imagine this. Imagine if right now. Check it out. Check it out. That's awesome. What if there was a very large group? What does the the Oath Keepers have? Like, 40,000 or something like that? Oh, I
4: don't know.
0: What happens if just a bunch of armed groups in various states said,
2: yeah, we were elected by our communities. We represent them. So we're, we're, we're voting for this. They better have a good document to back it up. That's one of the things the founding fathers had. They were really smart and that's good. They had, what was it? they had a list of was it was it fourteen grievances they were upset about. Was so, it fourteen
3: yeah.
0: Redress,
2: and yeah, redresses? Yeah, yeah. Whatever that
4: whatever that means. Got to fix it. Yep.
2: Eighteenth century. And they were talk. also really wealthy. A lot of them, like landowners. It'd be like true, if yeah. Elon Musk came <laughs> together with Jeff Bezos, with Mark Zuckerberg, with us. You know. So obviously.
1: so was it our oligarchs at the time? No, huh.
0: they be. They weren't the kings yeah. of industry. That's true. They were just well off dudes for the most part. Right. It's not quite like Zuckerberg and well, there, Bezos. There, but there wasn't
1: industry per se. Yeah,
0: there was the East India Trading Company. Well, the I I guess company to ever exist, I'm pretty sure. Right,
1: but that sure certainly. But this is pre industrial revolution, this is pre robber barons, this is pre mass wealth of every you know, these are gentlemen farmers, right? Some lawyers, yeah. some some army guys, right? Uh legislators. You know? Yeah. Uh, And so it wasn't the same kind of power, I don't think. But I do remember studying the American Revolution recently, actually, and seeing the fusion between what was called the cosmopolitan folks, you know, like the people that lived in the city that were all educated, the guys that went and lived in France and came back. They had to make uh, an alliance with the religious Zionists who lived in the, the countryside right like there were can people and there still are here in the United States who believe that this is new zion that this is a, this is a place to build oh yeah oh yeah yeah this is a place to build zion and 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 have new kingdom of god here in the United States and they were able to link up these networks the cosmopolitan guys worried about the natural rights and the freedoms and this and that and the taxation and all that they they joined forces with the religious folks who believe that this was zion And that they were here to build a new promised land. And they got together because they all wanted their independence. So they had alignment. This was like an early example of a decentralized movement that had alignment, right? Because John Adams and Thomas Jefferson or whatever, they weren't Zionists. Right, But they saw they had common alignment there, so they were like, all right, let's do it. And I've read sermons, actually, from like 1760 and 1770 from preachers in the countryside telling their people about this revolution that's coming because God wants it, because we're here to build a new Zion, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, it's just interesting to me, to as we're talking about this, to see who were the characters. Like, what did they have? What did they hold? What kind of power did they have? And what was their motivations. <clears throat> what is What would be the
2: analogy today?
0: uh i don't know man i don't think i don't think it's musk or bezos
2: yeah but i I think about it a lot that invoking god when i'm talking about this and the problems and the solutions like it gets people rallied and it's kind of scary to use that because i feel like it's like not fair it's it's kind of like playing the trump card you know and and it's almost (laughs) like i don't necessarily believe i don't know if there's a god necessarily i just don't know but to say it it works There are people who will absolutely pretend to
0: be acting on behalf of God because they know that people will be scared or people will be faithful and they'll give power to these individuals who exploit them. That's what I see when I see, I'll put it this way. The Republicans, I think, are, you know, Mitch McConnell looks at all these conservatives and goes, well, who else are you going to vote for? (laughs) And the Democrats are like, well, I'll say literally anything to you to get you to vote for me, because I know as soon as you do, you walk away. Now, things are a little bit different, though, with social media, seeing these memes come from the left and the right, making fun of Biden, the greatest meme ever made, in my opinion, right now. <laughs> you see the one where it's big words. It's it's the red button and the blue button. Yeah, and it says vaporizing Syrians. So the, <laughs> the blue one says $2,000. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Instead of the guy being sweating and confused, which to depre- which press, it's Dr. Robotnik laughing maniacally as he reaches for the red button. And it says Joe Biden over it. Yeah, it's perfect because not only does the meme work by itself, but it's also a meta meme. In that by getting rid of the confused sweating guy and replacing him with an enthusiastic Robotnik reaching for the red button so assuredly, it's just mm, masterpiece. Masterpiece meme. But I want to point something about the founding fathers. The one thing they had, the biggest advantage, King was 3,000 miles away. Yep. What was he going to do about it? They were having these meetings. They're kicking their feet up. Now the regulars were going around and and acting a fool. But for the most part... When the, when the cat is away, the mice will play. That, that's a saying, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so the king wouldn't come into the, to the colonies. And then we brought, we, I brought this up many times. They could write this letter being like, yo, king, we out. And they send it on a ship. And three months later, the king <laughs> gets it and he's like, hurrah, oh, I'm going to write a strongly worded letter back to them. Three months later, it makes it back and it's been now six months. Since they declared independence and they're acting as a sovereign nation at this point. So they're like, bro, that was six months ago. Where you been?
1: Right. Right. We don't have that right now. They had the whole lantern thing all set up. Mm -hmm. What was that? One One by land, two by by sea. Yep. They were prepared.
3: They were super they prepared. They sent on. they
1: sent that letter off. They're like, let's put some lanterns in place. What <laughs> were the lanterns for? Were they to signify if the British were coming by land or by sea? I yeah, probably one if by land I'm two probably if by sea. getting all my history wrong. No, my, you're right. my girlfriend's at home right now watching this, being like, Your history's not
0: right. <laughs> Sorry, babe. <laughs> they basically had say, like the beacon set up. They're like when you see the regulars, light the beacons and mm-hmm. then you know, they put the little lanterns on and the and
2: They also, in addition to having the, the distance um and the time buffer, they had the French which were like this giant monarch nation that was willing to go to war for them, basically, to destroy England.
0: Yeah, well, kind of. They, they, they were are. basically like, we're at war with England, so we're not really helping you so much as you're helping us. Yeah, you symbiotic. Know what
2: I mean? And man, they would have had no chance without the French. The French basically bankrupted their economy. Yep. And in order to Yeah, this
0: and then and over. then it caused the French Revolution yeah, and then you know that guy nice. executed all those other guys. Yeah. But there were a bunch of nobles in France who were like, I regret that decision. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't. I'm glad they did I it. Would. But yeah, they destroyed their economy. And then everybody started starving and uh, the French Revolution. What other issues? Okay. And then we got Louisiana. Yeah,
4: there you go. And then we got Napoleon. He sold sold it to us, right? Yeah.
1: So,
0: so what, like uh,
1: 25 years later? Less. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Not just Louisiana, mind you. (laughs) Like the whole central third of the country. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then I think there was that big (laughs) swath of Mexico. And then, you know, we had the California Territory and then Texas declared independence and then Texas signed a treaty joining the United States. I, I was reading something about how Texas w- could have been five different states
1: it was it was five different nations within the Texas Republic Republic really yeah right so and then uh, and and I think this is recently an anniversary maybe of their independence from Mexico yeah yesterday, yeah. yesterday so I saw I, I looked at the document right They were really good with the documents back then uh, and <laughs> they're still good well I guess we're even better with the, uh, with the documents these days now. but it made me think Texans, Texas folks. Mexicans, they're they're people of color. People from Texas are people of color. They're actually immigrants to the United States. When are we gonna start treating Texas with the dignity and respect that we, ex- we need and demand to give our immigrant folks here in the United States and refer to them as POC and give them all the opportunities and all the affirmative action and all the benefits and honors of a regime designed around benefiting POCs and immigrants and people That's new to the question. country. When are the Texas Republic folks going to get their dues?
0: Well, let's, let's, let's talk about Texas. All right. For, for most of you, you may have heard Texas. Greg Abbott comes right out and he's like, yo, we done. Yo, No more COVID lockdown." What's that look on your face? It's like hell yeah, man. I'm into it. Let's do <laughs> right. it. Good. I'm ready and, to go. And, and what did Joe Biden say? He called them the Neanderthals. Joe da, Biden, da, da. Neanderthal thinking. Biden calls Abbott's decision to open Texas, lift mask order, big mistake. You know why Joe Biden won't do anything about it? The the risk of secession is real. It's real. It is. I'm not. It's not my opinion. That is the opinion of Casey Michael. Writing for NBC, pro-Trump Republican secession rhetoric in Texas and elsewhere is more than a punchline. This kind of seditious rhetoric would spell disaster for the supposedly United States of America. In this article, <laughs> yes, dude goes in, I mean, look, I think it's I Let's think, go. I actually actually agree with them yeah. when they say that the risk of secession is legit. Now, they mention yes. that there have been many instances where Republicans are like, we will secede from the union if, you know, Obama gets elected. This time's different. And so we talked about there's a uh, uh, five counties in Oregon. Have you heard this? Uh, what the whole Greater Idaho? Greater thing? Idaho. Yes. And then you got like nine or whatever counties in Northern California to make the state of Jefferson. Some of those might actually join Greater Idaho. Then you got Weld County, and uh, what's 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 the other one? Uh, I think that's it. These are counties. And there's that are a like-
1: handful of counties in Virginia that have been welcomed into the state of West Virginia that's right. as well. Really? Yeah. Yep. But it you, you can't do that. Like you why need, not? I, well, there needs to be federal a- approval. No, no why. Well, at, at mm. least according to the documents,
0: the laws, you can't you can't redraw state borders without federal approval. You know, that's a really good point, Jack, and you are correct. You need the approval of your sovereign leader and your legal system before you're allowed to declare independence just like in 1776 when the okay, founding fathers i, I have they, a they, they, you're, they, you're mocking they, me they sent a petition they sent a petition to parliament and parliament said good good sir the americans have requested independence okay well, Why, look, we agree stamp we sent it back to them <laughs> that's but how that look, works. like
1: anybody that's ever gone through a legal process knows you first you have to start off with a nice letter then you have to come with a, na- a nasty letter then you have to come with a demand letter then you have to demand mediation
0: that's- arbitration then finally you're like on guard. Yes, that's true. Though the, the founding fathers didn't immediately just say, "Yo, we out." They were yeah. like, "They were good king, sir. They we have a list. Of, issues. Yes. Yeah. We have a list of grievances." And then they kept kicking back <laughs> yep. for like 20 years. They yeah. were like, "Yo, dude, this is a problem for us." And the king was like, "I don't care." So now what we're seeing is, I was looking at these counties that want us to see it Joe Biden calls Texas Neanderthal. That's ne- very racist, by the way.
2: Subhuman. That's Neanderthals yeah. were people. And that is an extremely racist thing to say. Specious. Yeah, that's,
4: true. that's a good point.
2: It's terrible. That's really, really well, so, listen, bigoted listen. of him to say that. Joe Biden won't do anything because the risk is real. So, you
0: know, he, he said, you go, you know, uh, Joe Biden said, we're going to uh, be locked down. No, no normal until this time next year. Right. Texas said <laughs> doors open.
1: Right. The same do thing. something basically about the
0: same day. Yeah, right. It, it and right you, know, you know why? You know why? Nothing will happen. Texas is going to be fine. They can do whatever they want. What do you think would happen if Joe Biden said, I hereby order a mandate that Texas lock back down? What would happen? What do you think would happen? That would be the final straw. Would, would, would the federal government send in DHS or National Guard to enforce this lockdown? No, they wouldn't. You know why? They don't have enough people. Mm. They don't. If the people in Texas are told by the governor, you open your business, they will. If Joe Biden tries sending people into Texas to shut down their, biz- their businesses down, the police in Texas will stop them.
3: Oh, We've already
0: seen what was it like in Ohio, where they said like, "We'll arrest ATF members for violating oh, our yeah. gun laws. If you try and confiscate a weapon from somebody in violation of our law, we'll arrest you." When if if the federal government tries to overexert its authority, I mean, it may have the authority. I, wel- the I
1: welcome that actually. You I welcome that. Yeah, well, no, no as a, as 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 a as a necessary mistake on the path to continued decentralization. Like we have a serious that's what, centralization that, problem. That's what Biden is, is in, a natural in, mistake. In, in all, in all, <laughs> there you go. In, in biology, in 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 our economy, in science, in technology, in finance, with currencies, we have a centralization problem. Right, because when it's all in the middle, it's huge risks
2: you saw the Federal Reserve go down.
1: So, right. Oh, yeah, that was so, crazy. So we decentralization of authority is actually on trend with everything else yeah. that's happening right now. Strategic disconnection has been my theme for the last couple of years. I would welcome this type of egregious behavior on the part of the federal government as part of a necessary step but to, look, to, to, to increase this decentralization. This is, why,
0: this is why Trump probably didn't do anything when it came to Black Lives Matter as well. It wasn't so much that... People will say you're a tyrant. It was that you had riots all over the country, nowhere near enough federal federal uh, law enforcement to actually stop it. Now, that's not entirely correct. It's correct that it would have taken a substantial amount of federal force to stop them. And it may have backfired. And then the resulting backlash could have overwhelmed National Guard or. But but it was also consistent
1: with Trump's response to covid as well. Yeah. Leave it to the
0: states. Leave it up to the states. But so in this in this regard, you have a very bold move by Mississippi and by Texas. But Texas is legit like we're opening back up. Well, Florida's already been open. So let's be real. Joe Biden's not going to do anything because Joe Biden doesn't really care. When Joe Biden comes out, this is the crazy thing. He's only the leader of the blue states. This is the point that people need to realize that is the scariest point of all. Florida already is open. Many states never locked down. Texas is reopening, defying Joe Biden. Joe Biden has no confidence in red states. The red states have no confidence in Joe Biden. But the blue states are like, whatever you say, Biden,
4: it's true.
0: So Biden comes out as the president of the United States says, we got to stay locked down. Don't be stupid. And the red states are like, no, make me. Yeah. Yeah. So think about who is he actually in charge of? Not the red states. They don't seem to care. Ron DeSantis is ragging on the guy. He's doing whatever he wants. And then what did Biden say? Craziest story we've seen in a long time. Biden threatened travel restrictions into Florida because of what Ron DeSantis was doing. And Ron DeSantis was like, bring it. So this is not the president of the United States. He's the president of the blue states. He is. And and, and I know legally and all that stuff. he, He was inaugurated. The problem I'm talking about is the division between the tribes in this country, South Dakota, we're not locking down Florida. We're not locking down Texas, Mississippi. Now I think Louisiana's is, yeah. is easing restrictions. They're basically looking at Biden and saying no. Imagine maybe this is why they haven't done the State of the Union.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you that the State of the Union is weak, pathetic, There's disgusting. No There's actually no union, and I'm here and I'm just leading. However many it was like whatever few handfuls, you know, the the states, the electoral states that he got elected. That's it. I'm not. A, I'm not the
0: president for everybody else. I mean that that would have to be. That's that's like the reality. Well, in the in the article before about the militia attack, there's the uh, you know FBI director Chris Chris Ray says domestic extremists pose the greatest threat to the U.S. or whatever, right? He's not wrong from his perspective. He's the establishment perspective. He views the 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 intelligence agencies, the security state, and the corporate politicians as the legitimate United States government. And Donald Trump is not that. He was a usurper. He was an invader. He was an outsider. So they were like, this guy is taking over our legitimate system. He's a threat. Now, think about these people. These people who are supposedly threatening the U.S. They're not foreigners. They're not uh, swearing allegiance to anything other than the Constitution. Than the Constitution. These are American citizens at odds with the existing establishment. You got yourselves a problem. The existing
1: establishment is an occupying force. That does not believe in the Constitution of the United States and the people here in the United States that do believe in the Constitution and do believe in the vision of the founders. There are when I say instructionists, I mean that in the context of there is a dominant occupying force that has captured all of our institutions, captured all the universities, the government, everything. And they do not adhere to or believe in the Constitution of the United States or in freedom of liberty or in individual accountability or any of the things that we were founded on. Therefore, they are an occupying foreign force. And people that believe in the Constitution are actually insurgents because we do want to
0: expel well this occupying force. This is the uh, white pill moment. You know, that means like the optimism. It's the, it's the good news. It's the it's it's the
4: hope hope bring it
0: bring it no black pilling here the hope is uh is in front of us joe biden has lost control he can't even answer questions (laughs) without someone turning his camera (laughs) off the establishment is in free fall the democrat the the democrats and republicans the establishment politicians are flailing wildly in panic Turning the president's camera off? Wow, they are scared. Ab-
1: abandoning tradition
0: of addressing the Congress and addressing the people after you've Not been elected president? Each other. And what do you think? And, and then when, mm-hmm. when he cries to come out saying, we got we to stay locked down. And all the states are just breaking away and saying, <laughs> F-U, no, F you, dude. <laughs> dude. And what do you think happens if Joe Biden goes, hey, my, my fellow Americans, we must uh, ban uh, uh, firearms? <laughs> what do you think Texas is going to say? Yeah. They're going to start Yosemite Samming.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: very irresponsible, by the we way. Don't Once do that. The, races, races. the economy Yosemite crashes. Sam? He was, like, he, was a, he was a white, red-bearded cowboy. I'm
1: just kidding. But why did Yosemite Sam have a, light, a little, little Kind of had a beard like yeah, you, Jack. What do you then? mean?
2: I'm just
1: kidding. He had a white,
2: southern accent. Can't
1: we? No, you just now.
2: I not like, Yosemite? Anyway,
1: um sh-
2: well, when, I say when the economy crashes, because <laughs> as, <laughs> if you study history, you see it's a cyclical yeah. crash and rebuild and crash. That wait, 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 wait! Didn't it just crash this year? Two thousand eight. It looked, yeah. yeah, it's crashing. We're in a crash right now, yeah, basically. If you fun. look at the numbers, um, you don't need to look at the numbers. Yeah, like just look at the people who don't have jobs. And the crashes can take years sometimes. You know what's? Yeah. You know
0: what's funny? You know what's funny? There's like every decade. There's a crash. Like something happens. We had the mortgage-backed security crisis, and all of a sudden it was like, oh, the market's on fire. Trump's economy was so good, the only thing that caused the crash was when governments were like, turn the economy off. That's exactly and they, right. And they turned the key and just stopped it.
1: That's exactly That's right. That's what that was caused was the only the- way they could stop it. That was <laughs> yeah, the only way they could stop out. it. The Once, best economy ever. With with also the greatest quarter of growth in
0: American history. Yeah. It's like 30-some percent. I can't tell you how many times I talked to somebody. I had a, I was, I had a contractor working. This was back at the other studio. And he was like... 2019 is the great was the greatest year of my life. I've never made that much money before. Yeah, and I was at it. I was at. I I told this word before. I was buying furniture for the studio setup. So this is beginning of 2020. The lady who was selling furniture, I was like, we got to do a big order. We need tables. We need chairs. We need desks. We need everything. We're building out this whole thing. It was a very expensive order, and she was laughing. And then I was like, good day for you, huh? And she goes, it's been a good year. And I was like, yeah. How was last year? Last year was good for you. And she goes, I've never made more money in my life. She said last year was my biggest year ever selling furniture, and she was just laughing, having a good time. That was a Trump economy. But I could print
2: 10 times the money and pay you 10 times the value, but then everything that, be... well, that was
1: before, dude. Well, before 2008, M1, M1 been... has been going. No, but, but, but what's happened in 2020,
2: it's unprecedented. OK, so it was going like number. this. It was
1: going like this. And then truly, dude, yeah. the whole scale from this part shrinks now yeah. because it just goes like this.
2: Oh, so, so my, my point is, when this, it seems like we're headed towards a crash. That's like the last semblance of unity in the United States. Obviously, we have our lockdown issues and states by states, state rights. But when that's gone, this money thing, the Bitcoin, the crypto people are going to come up and yep. basically take control oh, of the country. It's and gonna, we need a document. It's we gonna, have the Constitution. Digital so Bill of we, Rights. And we need something like that. The Manila Principles. So, we need a,
0: Manila. we need a yeah. con, a digital constitutional convention. That and I, and I mean this in in no way challenging any of the authority of the U.S. Just basically getting people from various industries and various regions to write down what they think matters most to the people where they live and who they represent, so that we can draft. We should start with like thirty principles of what the internet is supposed to grant to people as as a, as an economy, as a communication hub as entertainment. <clears throat> then we go through them, we whittle down the language and then find a good I think It has been done. The Manila
2: Principles, have you heard of them? <clears throat> you should pull them up. There's like six of them. It's basically an internet bill of rights, it's real. It's been done. And I would love for you to pull it up and read it right now. Well, so
0: uh I want to I want to make this point though. When you mention that the Bitcoin people are going to be the ones who take over, yeah. it's going to be like the fall of the Soviet Union. So mm. so the in, oligarchs. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So I I was talking to a friend of mine because everybody knows now I have a friend in Ukraine, I t- I mention her all the time. Mm. And I was like well, it was really interesting. I went there and I was, you know, you live, you were born in the Soviet Union. You were a little kid when the Soviet Union collapsed. How did these oligarchs come to power in these past couple of decades when everybody was under the boot of Russia? She was like, they're gangsters. They were criminal gangsters. And then look, look at this way. You, you have a power plant, right? Power plant waits for the word from their higher militaristic communist authority. When the Soviet Union collapsed, that communication got snapped. Just the line was cut. Now the guy running this power plant's like, I don't know. All of a sudden, the dude walks in. He's got three dudes around him with guns. And he goes, we're going to tell you what to do. It's our factory now. You answer to me. And the foreman of the factory goes, sounds good to me because I don't know what's going on. These guys went around from building to building with guns and just kept saying, it's mine. It's mine. It's mine. And then all of a sudden, boom, they were billionaires overnight. The kleptocracy, as it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what will happen when the dollar gets smacked down? Why do you think China has been buying so much Bitcoin? Or printing and mining, I should say mining Bitcoin. Because, what was that face?
1: Well, I just didn't I see an article recently about China shutting down all kinds of mining operations?
0: Yeah, but it's a very clever thing because then the price tanks. Mm. And then they buy it all up and then they say, oh, no, no, we we're just kidding. Oh, okay. Yeah, they've done it several times. <clears throat> and I think India did it. It's very clever. They're like, we're going to ban this. And then everyone panic sells. And okay. then guess who buys it up? There are a lot of people right now who have already become worth hundreds of millions of dollars. There's one really funny tweet I saw. Some guy said, looking at my account with 15 Bitcoin in it on the computer that I lost or whatever. Yeah. And it's just like, because you can actually see the number. You can see the, 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 uh, the address right. in the blockchain. And he's like, that's mine, but I can't get it. There are a lot of people who have Bitcoin. They maybe even bought in was a couple hundred bucks. And now it's at like 50 grand, 50 grand. That, it is in your faces, man. We are watching the value of the dollar evaporate. One of the craziest stories I saw. Do you know that fast food prices have been skyrocketing? Nobody noticed this. People don't pay attention because we're frogs boiling in a pot. I was reading a story about how the cost of fast food meals in the past year have gone up like 40 or 50%. Wow. Yeah. Restaurants have also skyrocketed. And there's a graph showing the cost of food going up. It's getting. it's I remember forty
2: nine cent crunchy tacos at Taco Bell. Oh man, when they went the thirty nine cent. Come on, bro. I remember five McDonald's cheeseburgers for two bucks. Yeah, wow. Because <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> I already Easy. established this. Is I'm that old. Eighties. Remember the 80s.
3: dollar 80s. menu, dude? Yes. I remember that's, that's, that long ago. No, so what are they now? They're now. like
2: eleven dollar meals,
0: <laughs> happy yeah. meals, and yeah. stuff. Yeah,
2: yeah. So, Jeez. so like no, a eleven dollars. What's like? Yeah, they are. Like a Big Mac's five twenty nine or something. I'm gonna
1: stop in on the way home. I'm gonna, I'm gonna price. You better price. Yeah, do it. A Big Mac was two twenty. New York City.
0: You know how much a, a, a number one's gonna cost City. in New York? Okay. Probably like fifteen bucks, twenty bucks. Well, no. New York
4: City.
2: No. That's a. New and York that's
0: before a fifteen dollar minimum wage. Yep, there yep. you go. So listen, listen, Ian Ian makes a good point. The people who are holding Bitcoin are gonna wake up one day and be the new oligarchs.
2: Definitely. But we have a constitution so it'll be different than Russia as long as we adhere right. to it. And the Manila principles, which is like a digital I think we can integrate it into our US constitution. Um, well,
0: well, let's let's I could read some. Of well, them. We'll, well, we'll pull that up in a bit. Maybe, maybe yeah, there's six. Of them. I, I've got I want to I want to talk about something else because I think this matters. Biden slashes stimulus checks for Americans making more than $80,000. President bows to pressure for moderate Democrats and will hand out fewer direct payments than under Trump. Fewer than under Trump. Which moderate Ooh, Democrats about, are this? But just kind of talk about how brutal it must be to have voted for Joe Biden, uh-huh. thinking the Democrats were to get you this check. And now you're being told by the news, actually, Trump was trying to get you more. That is got to be like a kick in the balls.
1: You know, those tweets Damn. where people are like, you know, you, you sure are like, you know, spending a lot of money when you owe me money, right? It's yeah, like, it's like these yep. switches. Like you sure are, you know, vaporizing and Syrians <laughs> when you owe me a lot of money. A lot man. Of Sirius, Biden's yep. uh,
0: sure got a lot of money for somebody who owes me two thousand dollars. Exactly. <laughs> sure, sure got a lot of money for missiles. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's totally. like the, How insane is it? We're the only country in the
1: world where they force everybody out of their jobs and stay home, and then don't give them any money to make a <laughs> for
0: Look at I, I pulled. What the, insanity I pulled the meme up. is this? I, I know, pulled man. this meme Tim's up. Fine, co-op. It's not. I didn't make it. I just saw people sharing it, and I reposted it. I don't know who made it. It's yours now. It is the hand pushing one of the two buttons. Vaporizing Syrians is red and $2,000 checks is blue. And then it's Dr. Robotnik, Jim Carrey going <laughs> and pressing the red button. Joe Biden, all the Democrats said, vote for the Democrats, $2,000 check. Donald Trump said $2,000 check. Mitch McConnell was like, well, slow down there, Trump. So the Republicans said no. The Democrats said yes. And everyone said, I'll vote for the Democrats. And then the Democrats, it's 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 wonderful. It's like. They gave, they all voted to give the one ring to Joe Biden, and they followed him into mm-hmm. the fires, you know, of Mount Doom, and then they're like, cast the two thousand dollar checks into the mailbox, <laughs> and then Biden turns <laughs> around and goes, no, and then walks out with the money, and then hands them to a mil- military-industrial complex guy, and then presses a button and fires missiles and goes kills kids or whatever. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs>
2: we, I think Bob what you weddings. said earlier about us being co opted, our government being basically occupied mm-hmm. is is it's extremely astute. Like after. Woodrow Wilson signed the Federal Reserve Act and basically sold us out to this power. And then after World War II, when the, they made the liberal economic order and established these military bases all over the world, uh, it, well, it's well, like well, a parasite well, in the brain of our country. It's crazy.
0: Slow, slow down there, Ron Paul. <laughs> I love Ron Paul. Ron, this is for you. That's right. We still. So for Christmas, Luke put Ron Paul on top of the tree because he's both a star and an angel. Uh-huh. And oh, now, now the picture is just like on the window. Ron Paul's amazing guy. And I always tell people that the reason. Uh, have you seen that video that's going viral from 1988? Yes, of course. Where that's him on so more on
1: more not more on morey? No, 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 no. Uh, I don't know. What it is. Uh, it was just one of those shock jock hosts, right. From that
0: time period, it was so good. Ron Mary Paul Povich? is a uh, legend. It was amazing. Yeah, a living and, legend. And
1: then he's like, "Yeah, and by the way, you fatty, you should lose some weight too."
0: <laughs> no, no. He was like, "The government can't make you a good person. Right. Why don't they? Why don't they put you on a diet? You're a little overweight." And the guy's like, "Oh, how dare you!" It's a good point. Like, I'm a doctor. It's, he isn't. Yeah, he, he's a he, doctor. And he was probably
2: right. Yeah, the <laughs> oh, government can't dude. make you be a good person. So I'm thinking about this parasite in the brain of our country and how do you remove a parasite without it killing the host? Because this you parasite is
0: blue goo. This like blue. Right, so you quickly. can't
2: yank it out because it will kill the host. You yeah. can't. You can try and kill it, but if it knows you're trying to kill it, it will kill the host. Likely. But so not you need to subvert it. You need to massage the affected area until it
0: starts wiggling its way out, and then you get the forceps and you slowly pull very, it's like very, very slowly. Bot fly. Uh, otherwise, it could rip. And then retreat back in. So you, and then a whole bunch so you of make the host
2: less right enticing to the parasite.
1: <laughs> so we have to poison pill ourselves.
2: Or, well... Not
0: no, like there's, there's,
2: there's no
3: real not analogy necessary. for
0: that.
2: Yeah. I think, you know... You create a system that's not conducive to the
0: parasite. Oh. <clears throat> I don't think that's a good analogy because it's one planet. It would be like...
2: If there was one host and literally no other hosts, I think the U.S. has been is is the host, the U.S. government.
0: I think the whole planet is basically got a bunch of powerful interests that collude with each other for a variety of reasons. You're right, the British government it, too. Yeah, it's not like it's funny how people are like you're a conspiracy theorist. It's not a conspiracy. I think there's international businesses that do deals with each other. It no, happens arms every dealers, single day. Yeah, right, and so. You've got Trump being like, he, he comes out into the, by, by the White House with a helicopter or whatever, and the, the press asks him, like, what's going on? He goes, we're going to be selling a ton of weapons to Saudi Arabia. It's great. We're going to make tons of money. It's great for the economy. And it's like, it's right there in your face. He's, he's saying it. I love that, by the way. It was one of the greatest moments of Trump's presidency, yeah. Yeah. watching all the, all the anti-war laugh just go like, he just said it. No, he, he, he said just all just out loud. That yeah. was, that all was all why people hated him. My, my favorite tweet ever was this journalist who was like, I have been working on this story for a year all year and he just says it he just says it <laughs> like, he just
1: tweeted it <laughs> that out. was strong he just tweeted it out that was huge that was huge
0: <laughs> that was right around
1: the same time as let's do a little game theory
0: oh man too. yeah. Like, so uh, i i do think th- th- think yeah. about this when we got off the gold standard it's really amazing <clears throat> once once the the banking institutions I think it's silly to say the banks are in charge or the Fed. There's clearly just people in power and wealthy interests who just use these machines in these systems to maintain control. Yeah, the Bank for International
2: Settlements. It's 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 it's, That's it's like the mother brand.
0: You know. The BIS. The the liberal economic order, you called it?
2: Yeah, they've established it in like 1946, I think, right after World War II to make sure that there was no World War III. And they were like, we're going to use the British and the American— Governments to establish military dominance on the isn't planet. Isn't that a good? Isn't it a good thing to prevent well, World War Three? According to Kissinger, yes. What? And so we're just going to do limited wars. It will avoid a hot total war. But you can see that it's. I think the time for limited war is over. it. it, it served its purpose. We did avert World War Three. Wait, are you advocating now for total war? No, I'm advocating for no war. I don't oh, think we I need see. war anymore. I mean, we're we're getting no, to right. a place where I we don't talk about
0: all the time. Violence doesn't work anymore. Yeah, you become the villain instantly when you engage in that stuff. We're getting there.
2: We're, all, we're molecularly printing you know, water and, and food. We'll be able to do that pretty soon. So we're very close. We just got to build them replicators. And that's it. But but I will say, too. <laughs> that's it. We're <laughs> almost there. QED. Po- post-scarcity,
0: bro. <laughs> yeah. Post-scarcity. It's people close. are printing food.
1: We already live in an abundant <laughs> world. Just look <laughs> exactly. at all of the fat people in America. Yep. We live in a world of abundance. Bro, and we're, bro, bro, uh, we're bro, bro, designed bro. to live in a world of scarcity. This bro. is the one thing I try to hammer into my kids' brains constantly.
0: Bro what not just fat people fat homeless people right yeah. we have people who are homeless and morbidly still obese still be fat that's that's like that's i don't know if that's a testament to capitalism or like a a detriment you know or a
1: it's a it's a prime example of the way our society has evolved faster than our physical physical being right we 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 are creatures of worlds of scarcity Now living in a world of abundance, and we just don't know how to operate. Right. We don't know how to operate. Ironically, think about this. A man with chiseled eight pack. Like you. Yeah. Not 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 right now, but by summertime, I promise. Uh, Get that beach bod. That's a sign of status to appear as
0: though you're emaciated yeah like yeah. what is that that's the
1: world turned up but these, down these, these guys
0: these guys who do the the like the photo shoots of the super muscles and everything they dehydrate themselves oh yeah of course you have to drop a lot of the water so that the muscles come through the skin better yeah and, and there the was top-down lighting is always really so it's
3: good healthy yeah. i was i
0: was i think i was reading something from jason moma who was aquaman and he posted a picture something happened where like he was at the beach and they posted a photo saying he's really let himself go. And he literally didn't. He was still doing the training program. He was just like, it's crazy that you think just like having skin and looking this way, having like hydrated skin, you think is letting yourself go because they're so used to these movies where they're like emaciated. Let me just say one thing. If you've ever seen Brad Pitt and Fight Club, Thor
1: with his shirt off for a second or the Wolverine or whatever, just know that those guys, they train like six months for that one day, for that one shot where they have their shirt off and that is not real and that is not sustained and that's with guys that are on steroids with personal trainers and personal chefs and they can only maintain that for just a few days for that photo shoot. And I think... It's uh, totally unrealistic.
0: I think Hemsworth, who plays Thor, said he was eating like several pounds of fish and chicken every day because you need that much protein to maintain the mass. Yeah. And then they do the... They they film the movie over the month and then he goes to a lighter, you know, training thing where he's not... No, breaking himself
2: back to a normal guy mm-hmm. gerard butler is training for 300 <clears throat> he played leonidas is amazing i think there's a youtube short 10 minute video about it. it's really powerful
1: nevertheless it is interesting how we need to adapt to a world of abundance when we're uh accustomed
2: to a world of scarcity yeah good point so you we're brainwashed we basically to think that there's not enough not brainwashed
1: through all time and history there
2: has not been enough and now you can order any vegetable any fruit more or less on the internet. I mean, that's a problem. It is. It seems like it has become a problem. It is a problem. It's a problem that you can
0: order strawberries in winter because they got to grow them in like Mexico and then put them on a, 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 on a freight and then ship it all the way out. It's, it's, it's a huge waste of energy for a luxury. It's a luxury. I get it. It's great. But in that capacity, I think people should get back to like, we need to get back. People should put chickens on the, like, you know, we got to get chickens, man. You buy a chicken in the row. I saw a tweet. Yeah, I'm I'm all about it. Let's get some chickens. We got uh, so this is this is my shout out to all the people who are upset about Joe Biden and the stimulus check and everything. That's like what we're starting the segment off with. (laughs) You can get mad. The government's not going to give you that money, but what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do? You're going to sit there and be like, "I'm mad." All right, here's a solution. You got to be self-sustainable. I
4: don't want a solution,
0: and that's fine. You can be mad if you want, but then you're going to be hungry
2: and mad. You could start an Instagram account by baseball gloves and resell them at retail yeah or <laughs> shoes or or you know what i see i see signs for all over the place is people have
0: chickens and they sell the eggs yeah <clears throat> they collect them all and Three. then after a certain amount of time they eat them if they go if they're too old but then the fresher ones they always have available for sale
1: 300 eggs per year per hen get on it
0: 300 <laughs> eggs yeah per year wow. per hen if you do it wow. right though i then, learned that by watching homestead
1: rescue one of my favorite shows on television oh, cool.
0: but so so this is an important point though uh you know, we were talking the other day with Ryan, Ryan Long about whether or not, this was one of the, one of the Timcast member segments, whether or not society will irreparably change completely when they release the lockdown finally. How different will everything be? And I was like, I think it'll be different forever. I think it's, it's done. It's different. New normal is here. The habits you had are gone. Regular people. Yeah, absolutely.
1: I mean, I hear what you're saying, but like, <clears throat> I'm thinking about this summer and lockdowns being released, and all I can think about is getting my ass back down to Miami and going to a pool party and drinking and dancing to house music and being around beautiful people, and that's exactly what I did I didn't years say ago. that wouldn't happen. I
0: know, but like, those, I'm saying are, those like, are my normal habits. Right, right. So, so people who used to go to the movies and haven't gone to the movies in over a year might go to a movie, but now HBO Max is publishing movies at the exact same time. Are they really? Yep. So when the movie comes out now, it's on streaming services already, and guess what? Friends have already formed movie night groups where they're like, hey, it's Friday. Let's do movie night. Now a movie comes out. They're like, oh, we can go see movie night. Let's do movie night. Let's watch the new movie. They don't go to the theater anymore. Mm. Habits are being changed completely. So here's what I say. You can't count on the government, man. You can cross your fingers and hope it'll be there for you. But that's not a guarantee. Well, people don't seem to understand on the left. I don't care if you call it government. I don't care if you call it a nonprofit. I don't care if you call it a corporation. It is an organization. That's it. And really, really big ones tend to suck. Comcast? <laughs> everybody complains about Comcast. True. It's a monopoly in my area. They don't answer their phones. Great. So why do you think the government being in control of something is going to change that? It's it's the same thing. What's the difference? Let, let, let me ask you this question. You know what the only real difference, in my opinion, between... Let's say you live in an area where you have Comcast. And then you have, you know, government, you know, uh, provided service of some sort. Like, um, you can only get your electricity or, or, or waste management is a government program. What's the difference? You pay a subscription fee. You get the service. You can complain. Here's the thing about government I like better. You have rights. If you have a problem with government, you can escalate it to the authorities. Mm-hmm. These private corporations like Facebook or Comcast can do whatever. What are you going to do? I'm suing them because they won't give me internet. You can try. Maybe yeah. there's a reason they might give you the internet or they'll just be like, sorry, too bad. Go home. And you can vote the government people
2: out of power if they do a poor job. So,
0: so there's that incentive. So that's what, so what I'm saying is I think a monopoly with a, a private monopoly is worse than a public monopoly. But you need to understand the difference is very, very slim. If you say the government should run this entire system right here, you're basically saying I want a massive. Mono- I want Comcast taking care of my health care. Nah, I don't know about all that, <laughs> but I'm, I'm actually in favor of a base level coverage with private hospitals and private insurance. So there's some there's still some kind of like universal care. I, I've often talked about this. Maybe what we really need is that the government acts as a referee or provides vouchers. And that's it. There's no government run healthcare. There's no government run uh, schools. It's vouchers. We, we all pay into taxes. Then the government says we make sure people don't go below a, th- a certain threshold. People who are wealthier are going to naturally pay more because 10 percent of a million is way more than 10 percent of 100 and that means poor people will get access by voucher to these programs. But does
2: that mean that taxpayers have to pay for the vouchers? And yes. So they're still lying in the pockets of these exorbitant prices of these private medical industry.
0: But now you've got you've got competition. You simplify the system. I'm not saying it's a perfect idea. I'm That's saying it, it, it might be a way – This the, it might be a good solution, right? Because we've talked to um, – who, who's, who's the uh, – I'm forgetting the guy's name. The, the, uh, De Corey D'Angelis. Oh, yeah. oh, Corey, a, a private, a school, school choice, choice guy. Yeah, 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 he's a great guy. But we, we've also talked about police choice, yeah. fire department choice,
4: every kind of hospital
0: choice. choice. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. What if you, you got vouchers for specific services and then you had to choose who delivered those services? You'd yeah. have market competition with, market. with a public guarantee.
1: Or, or we could just stop taxing everybody so much. Let you have your money and then go make your you own
0: right, you The want. problem with that is there are people who like, I don't like the idea. Look, I'm a bit left in that regard. I don't like, I don't like the idea that somebody works at McDonald's full time, 80 hours a week, maybe double time, and they can't go to the doctor. Mm. So what happens is then you have extremely wealthy people. You want to argue flat tax or progressive tax. Fine. The simple, so, the simple answer is if some dude makes a million bucks and pays 10%, he's paying more than someone who makes a thousand bucks and is paying 10%. He's paying more into taxes. So that will help offset the costs only a little bit, to be completely honest. And I, I am a fan of the progressive tax. Both. And I think then we have a base level. So people aren't, you know, going medically bankrupt.
1: Charter schools is something I know a lot about. I spent 10 years working in charter schools. I was a executive director of a multiple different charter schools. I was a top regulator at one of the most advanced charter school uh, regulators in the country. I know school choice. It is a radical right wing public policy experiment. Uh, because it is it's about solving what was a public issue with private entities right so charter schools are privately owned publicly funded and the same concept could apply to everything like you just said police fire medical and what we've seen with charter schools is that they deliver per dollar better results Right. Per on a per dollar basis. And what we've seen in Washington, D.C. is that uh, about half of the, the the students in D.C. go to charter schools. And what happened at the beginning is charter schools at first outperformed. But now that it's actually half and half, they're actually performing relatively the same. Right. So that means that they're delivering the same product, but they do it with far less money. Yeah, they do it with far less money. They have far more. They're far more nimble. They can be shut down if they're terrible schools and they don't meet standards. It's a really good system. And the irony for me in working in that environment is that truly a radical right wing policy experiment implemented in D.C. by Georgia senators in the 90s. Right. Republicans completely staffed by radical left-wing social justice warriors that have no idea that they're participating in the deconstruction of the federal government that they, <laughs> that they so love and hold and hold dear but i i would love to see this thing see it expanded but what happens though you know same arguments as they make about charter schools it's like well what happens when you know the rich people get all the good cops and the poor people get all the bad cops or you rich people get all the good fire? Well, vouchers are equal bro the vouchers are equal yeah, yeah.
0: So when it comes to certain services, everybody has the same vouchers. I see. And oh, I see. You're just like, I get fire service
1: from this company. I can just choose to go to this company or that company.
2: But they're local. Yeah. That's the problem is like if, if everybody in one area wants the good cops and they pay their vouchers to it, and then all these people in different area also want the good cops and pay their vouchers. So it. then
0: population density will lead to better, so wealthier then So systems. then a
1: new police department will open up to serve that demand. Oh, interesting.
0: Yeah. Yep. It's an interesting idea. Uh, I'd like to see it explored, you know, a little bit better. I don't, I don't know. I don't, ain't don't gonna happen
1: in this administration, well, my friend. They hate school choice more than they hate, you know,
0: Syrians and well, dropping they bombs like, on their head. They like the teachers' vote. They yes. want those votes. Yep. Well, I'll tell you this, my friends. The excellent, the perfect opportunity to segue. Uh, ain't gonna be nothing for the teachers to teach. Huh. We got this story from CBS this morning. Experts sound the alarm on declining birth rates among Whoa. younger generations. "Quote: It's a crisis." Before I read this, I want to tell you guys a story. Um, you guys may be aware that I have a, a music video that I've produced. It's oh, well, called like Will it. of the People. I enjoy that song Great, it, it is a song. I made it. And I decided <laughs> to just try, I'm to run an ad that's just a snip of the song. And then if people click it, they get brought to the full song just to see how it performs and see if like there's a way to actually, you know, most people who, who do songs and, and entertainment have big marketing budgets. I don't, but I was like, let's, let's buy some Google ads, see what happens. So I go into Google AdSense. And I'm like, the people who will like this song are fans of, you know, rock music, like indie rock kind of stuff. Probably, I think, people who are not into news and politics. Google gave me a demographic breakdown of the people on YouTube who watch news. This was a crazy thing. 66% they say are men. They are, uh, uh, most of them, the, the, the plurality, are between the ages of 35 and 44. And around, I think it's like 65 to 70% have no family. That to me was crazy. Wait, wow. th- those are the people of that bought your song? No, 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 are no. Just no. the people that are is, more interested in politics. Yes. The, so Google basically told me that the people who are interested in politics on YouTube tend to be thirty-five to forty-four with no family.
2: Makes sense. If you and have men. a family, you're, you focus on the family less so than on the surrounding. Definitely, I you have far
1: less time for news and media consumption. But I, but I,
2: right? I right. have,
1: I have, I have three kids. When I had two kids under two, there, there is a gap in my cultural understanding of the world that started uh around 2006 it goes to about 2009 i people ask me when i started dating after my divorce like, have you seen this movie Did you hear this song do you do this thing like what are you I talking was, about i was sleeping i have
0: no idea what you're talking about you but just I have no know. time to consume anything well so so this is interesting because i i saw that and i was just surprised at how many dudes don't have families that are, i'm gonna be 35 in a week i don't got any kids so we have the story from from cbs they say New data is confirming a baby boom that some doctors expected was actually a baby bust. So this is actually, that sounds like good news. Health departments in more than two dozen states provided records to CBS News showing a 7% drop, wait what, in births in December, nine months after the first lockdowns began. Researchers say it it continues a much bigger plunge in fertility in recent decades. The number of babies the average woman in the U.S. is expected to deliver has dropped from nearly four in the 1950s to less than two today the drop could present an entirely different risk to society than one that was first warned about decades ago when an apocalyptic fear gripped America in the 60s and 70s. The stakes in this battle are far greater than any other we've ever fought, Walter Cronkite said in a 1970 CBS News broadcast. The experts we interviewed told us population was the fundamental crisis. As the world stampeded towards 10 billion people, many researchers back then predicted that overpopulation would ruin humanity. Biologist Paul <laughs> Ehrlich once explained the threat as the population bomb, saying, quote, sometime in the next 15 years, the end will come. And by the end, I mean an utter breakdown of the capacity of the planet to support humanity. Today, however, a very different note is struck by researchers like University of Southern California, Professor Dole Myers, who studies demographic trends, quote, the trouble is we overshot and we dropped it down too much. Now Myers told CBS this morning. Whoa, 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 whoa. how did they
1: drop it down? That's an interesting question. What policies did they enact? Anti-natalist policies.
0: I mean. Oh, it's, it's cuff it, feminism. Well, Hello, by no, the way. I mean, look, look, that's a conspiracy theory. There's no, there's, what? there is no oh, push. Me. There's <laughs> no, there's no push between celebrities and prominent talk shows to tell women to abort their babies. Uh-huh. Or go
1: for your career. Or you don't need that man. By the time you're 35, they'll be fine. You'll find a guy then. Don't worry about it.
0: Yeah, seems like they're complaining about it now. Oops. Myers days. said of the decline, this is a crisis. We need to have enough working age people to carry the load of these seniors who deserve their retirement. They deserve all their entitlements, and they're going to live out another 30 years. <sighs> I would be Nobody interested. in the history of the globe has had so many older people to deal with.
1: I would be interested to see what other research that guy works on. I would bet a million dollars that either he or his friends are also pro-open borders and interested in bringing in all kinds of immigrant labor as well.
0: Because of the declining population,
2: yeah, Yeah, or yes, because of the declining population. So you're saying have babies so that they can become slaves to the older generation? Yes, exactly right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, no, that's (laughs) exactly right.
1: To pay for the debts that have been promised to the boomer baby boomers. That's exactly right. Ian, Uh, I'm not into it. Do
0: you have parents?
2: Yeah. (laughs) When they're sick, will you help
1: them? (laughs)
0: Yeah. So you're a slave to the older people. A slave to the system. You're a slave to these elderly (laughs) folks. No, come on. All these millennials who who don't have kids, it is going to be brutal for them when they're you know sitting there in their seventies and there's no one to take care of them. Who's going to take care of them? A robot? This is the government's going to hire someone to do it. Maybe. I
1: I used to call this the crazy Aunt Margaret phenomenon. Okay, the crazy Aunt Margaret phenomenon is going to be the end of feminism, and it's going to happen in about ten to fifteen years. When all these women in their 20s and 30s who have heard the you go, girl, get your career, forget about your man, all this stuff. But when they get to be 45 and 50 and they're sitting around and they're like, wait, what did I do? Why did I do that? We're going to have have a nation of crazy Aunt Margaret's. And then the women behind them will observe and be like, yo, I ain't going to be like crazy Aunt Margaret.
0: And you know what the guys are going to do at 45 and 50? They're going they to be riding pick. around in their red convertible with their high paying uh, job and and tons of disposable income. And they're going to be like, Hey, young 30 year old woman, want to cruise up to that infinity pool at the, you know, the penthouse suite? I got all the money. And he makes it rain. And then the younger women are going to be like, This is going to be great. But like you mentioned, they're going to see the crazy Anne Margaret's. Then they're going to see these powerful, fo- po- more powerful, high status, successful men. And a lot of women are going to be like, this 50 year old guy, I mean, you look at movie stars, they, like Leonardo DiCaprio, for instance. He's always dating these young women. Why would Leo date a 50-year-old woman? He's going to date these young women. I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm just saying the, that's what they do.
1: The burgeoning crypto class of men, come on, let's face it. It's mostly men who dabbled in crypto in 2011 and 12, maybe bought a 1,000 of them at 80 bucks, whatever. Those are the guys that are going to be running harems. 15 years because eventually all the women between the ages of 18 and 50 are going to be competing for like the same group of men. It's disaster is coming Bro, in this, in this perspective. Disaster. I, I used
2: to hear these numbers like overpopulation. I mean, I, I, I was brainwashed with that growing up. I thought for sure we're overpopulated I mean, there's no rush to have four kids anymore.
1: It was in the same article, the same time magazine <sighs> that had the the great freeze, the that new ice age yeah. articles in it. Yeah.
2: And, but Let now me. I'm thinking if you have a kid that you can teach, that might be the kid that solves the problem and yes. can, can reorganize yeah. Earth to have host 80 billion people easily. Did your parents
0: think that you would be having these conversations on a show about, like, computer code and the Federal Reserve? No. If they didn't have a kid who was Ian Crossland, the conversation wouldn't happen on this show. That's a
2: good point. If you raise your kids right, they can be the savior. It's not, not incentive to have... Well, I don't know. Maybe it is an incentive to have a kid.
0: You know, sometimes uh, your kids turn out to be, I don't know, crackheads. It's, it's always not always possible. so sometimes cards you know, are cool
2: i'm trying
1: to think back to that statement that this guy made in an article which is very disturbing <clears throat> we what was it we were too successful mm-hmm. we we right we did it like like the efforts we that we, imp- yeah, we yeah we went too far we went it. too far in disincentivizing fertility that's a terrifying statement. It's like a actually, super villain. what what did they do? What are the different things that they do? Like feminism, abortion, the desocialization of the family, the Schooling. deconstruction of the family unit, Black Lives Matter, deconstructing the family union, or family unit, etc. You know, it's it,
0: you know really funny. There was a poll.
1: <clears throat> oh, no, no fault divorce.
0: There was a poll that was posted by Matthew Iglesias. We brought up, I think, ah, last week.
1: I was going to mention him actually in this. What he
0: he says this? He's like, I'm going to break the entire discourse. And it was married men, work, working married men and their opinion on who should, you know, what two parents versus one parent ch- versus childcare. And what it found was that everybody has a bias for exactly what they're doing. So that means yeah. if a woman is working, she thinks women should be working and child care should take care of the kid. Of course. If the man is working and he's married and the, and the wife is watching the kids, the man thinks the husband should work. The wife thinks the mother should raise the kids. And that's why they chose to do it. Right? Duh. So this is what's really interesting because whenever I have these conversations, Uh, I've seen a lot, I've never, I've not heard from, from women who are mothers about, you know, writing articles about why women shouldn't be in the workplace or why they would be happier with kids. And the reason is they're not. So it's an interesting predicament for the women who like being stay at home mothers. They don't have the career status and power to write these articles unless someone opens the door for them. Whereas the prominent journalist class or activist feminist class, they're the ones writing for all these blogs. So the only thing you're going to hear is their perspective. Jessica Valenti. right right she was the lazy lady who wrote that article where she was like catcalling is offensive and then a year later she's like I'm sad no one catcalls me uh huh so my (laughs) question how it started how's it going (laughs) (laughs) right 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 here's the funny thing this is the one subject that really triggers people I love mentioning this because invariably they're going to like clip this and make videos about it and they're going to say insult and all that other dumb stuff I don't care dude I'm successful I'm having a good time and we got to talk about this the question is according to Gallup so it was like, do you, would you prefer, do you think women should be working or, you know, or whatever? And 56% of women said they would rather have a career than be a stay at home mom. But that means 44% of women told Gallup, despite everything you might hear in the press, they would rather be stay at home moms. That's, that's close to 50, 50. And I think those women who have, who have careers and all that, I'm stoked, you know, more power to you. That's, that's awesome. I'm glad you found happiness. But that also means there's a lot of women who don't want to do that. And those are the ones I think aren't being rep- represented properly in the media because well, because they're not working. You know what I mean? They're not in these careers, in these jobs.
1: They shouldn't pull women. They should pull their children. What do you think? Would you rather your mom be at work all day or at home taking care of you? Would you rather your dad be at home you
0: know, playing ball and t- going to the park with the dog or, or at work? Right? If
1: you had to choose, one of your parents has to go to work.
3: Gotta
1: be dad. Oh my mom. Why do for why sure. do you think we the kid's all gonna know say they're gonna pick mom? Why do you think so? Because mom caretakes. Mom takes care. Mom makes the peanut butter. And I, would, I, I there's wanted there's my a mom out of said, the no, house because no, no. she was the slave have. driver. When you no, were no, no.
2: seven, yeah, she was the mean one. Well, she was yeah, the, yes, the listen, lawyer, I and my dad was the fun. I, yeah. Well, she's a lawyer. No, she was like the lawyer of the house. I
0: think what you're missing is that if mom is the caretaker, then the kid is used to mom being there, and he's feeling bad. He doesn't see dad enough. So when asked, he'll say, I want to see dad more. That's
3: Get possible. it? He That's
0: sees possible. mom all the time. And you may be right about the, the mom taking care of the kid, but it's also more, more proximity mom means more stern attitude for mom as well, right? Look, yeah.
1: kids, we're going to take one of your parents away. Which one do you want it to be?
2: <laughs> you're, you're right. Cause my mom was stern, but probably only because she was around all the time. Yeah. Let's she Let's go.
0: Um, let, we're we're going to go back in time. We're going to, we're going to pull up this next article. Oh, I love Because I'm willing to trigger the internet once again. This is a story I covered from the New York Post. Women are struggling to find men who make as much money as they do. Yep. And I gave a very simple hypothesis. And people did not like it because it was an offensive hypothesis. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> the hypothesis goes as such. If there is a 30-year-old woman who is working a job and she makes 75K a year, and there is a 30-year-old man who works a similar job and makes 75K a year— the woman looked at the guy and says, that's my peer. That's who I want to be with, or someone who makes more money. But that guy who's 30, making 75K a year, is not looking at a 30-year-old woman. He's looking at a 22-year-old woman. OkCupid okay, data showed us this, that no matter <laughs> what age the guy was, Rude. he would message 22-year-old women. Yeah, Guilty and, as and, charged. And, and I got I to admit. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> except for me, the number is no, 24. No, my age is like not, 21 I'm, to 45. I'm not a fan. That's of, not for me.
1: Of 24-year-old
0: girls? I'm not. I mean... The idea of like I guess hooking up with a 22 year old sure I get. But and when I'm talking about a legitimate relationship where you actually want to have a life companion, have a family, I think it's absurd older. to be a 35 year old man reaching out a 22 year
2: old. Yeah, she'd have that. to
1: be really evolved. Yeah. That's, and that's and that's, that's why I said tw- 22 no, 24.
0: But even even 24? Eh. 26 is I've, the best. I've right? had
1: three significant relationships in my life and each one of them began with a girl who was 24. Huh. When I was 24, when I was 30,
0: When I was was 40. Let me me read this. Let me read this. Okay. The New York Post writes, the country is facing a crisis of broke dudes, according to new research from Cornell University, and it's left successful single, uh, successful ladies, single and disgruntled. I wonder if they misunderstood the data when they ask women, are you finding men your age who, who have money? I think the issue is it's not so much that the dudes are broke, but that even if a guy is 30 and he's making 25K less than the woman, he's not going to choose a woman who's 30.
1: No, the problem is is the women are making too much money. Okay, How is that a problem? Because it's ruined evolution. It's ruined everything that is built into a woman's brain. A woman wants to marry a guy who's lateral or above. And if a woman makes so much money, it reduces her pool of available men. The fault of there not being enough men is the fact that women make too much money. Yep. Boom, done. End so of story. So you think... You, you you so
0: you're saying this whip? is
1: this is they're getting what they've asked for. I think ha 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 live in that. I, yeah. I think by the way I'm got a young girl at home myself. so <laughs> Boom get rich. I, 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 don't, know. I
2: don't I don't know if
0: I agree
1: with that. Yeah. I, I agree that No, it changes. It's all about a dynamic. If the girls were making thirty five thousand dollars a year and that same guy was still making seventy thousand dollars a year, she'd be like, There's men, there's just eligible men all over the place, but now but, she's
0: making the same as the guy and she's like, I don't want him. But I don't think that's absolute. I think what there's I if there was a guy making fifty K a year and a one was making one fifty, he'd be like, This is great
3: like
1: we're gonna have tons of money actually uh pew has done a number of studies on this very thing and women say that they want to date a man and marry a man that makes more money than that
0: but everybody Period. wants to marry up no in some fashion. i don't want to marry up De- but, okay why define, would i want to marry up. a
1: woman that makes more money and works harder not, than i do and spends more time out I, didn't the say house. That's, I, didn't, I didn't say that i didn't say that i said marry
0: up well, how are we calculating up do you want to marry to like point? a woman who sleeps in the gutter so it doesn't have to be money. It's like, like if she like, had
1: a heart of gold and was willing to take <laughs> care of my house and was kinda hot and good with kids, I don't care what she does as long as she's gonna stop doing that and she's gonna start taking care of the family. Wow. True true story.
2: May
4: I interject true story. this is a yes, societal
2: please. difference. Yes. No,
1: actually this is evolution. So, this is me as a man speaking to women as women. This is not this is not crazy things. Go ahead.
4: I think that Jack is correct. I believe that this the is what is known says. as hyper, hyper, <laughs> hypergamy. Hypergamy.
1: Hypergamy. Um, uh-huh. So
4: I have read that men become more depressed when their uh, spouses make more money than of they Of course do. they do because men thrive case, on status. This is not a case of just having a bunch of money. This is very much about who earns the money. And for guys, it is very important to make more money than their spouse. And I don't, I'm not going to say that's materialistic. I'm just going to say that's the way that it is. And this is the data that I've read. This depresses men to make less than their spouses is this increase yes. the risk of divorce. Yes. Like it's actually a problem for look, guys. Look,
1: men are hardwired to build, create, provide, right. and protect. And if you take away the things that we do, then people are going to feel terrible. This, 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 I'm glad you brought this up because dude, (laughs) I've been writing and thinking about these issues for 10 years, man. And I just spent two hours on Benjamin Boyce's uh, channel ranting about this stuff in my most lucid state. As a matter of fact, please check it out. I was on a roll talking about this. (laughs) This is the chickens coming home to roost in 148 out of 150 of the top metropolitan areas in, in, in America, entry level women make more money than their entry level counterpart males, right? And they're unhappy about it. They've all been herded into college, saddled with debt. They get good jobs. They look around. The men are just the same as them. There's nothing exciting about that. There's no hopeful future in that. There's no, this guy's going to build, create, protect, and provide for me. I can already build, create, protect, and provide for myself, says the woman. And that's why, Tim, I think you're off on this. I think that the natural age difference builds in this dynamic where a man and a woman could be just as smart just as interested in the world, just as capable, but by virtue of the age difference, the man is more established. The woman is less established. You have that status difference. The man can provide and protect. The woman can nurture and love and caretake. And people are happier that way. I strongly recommend men, don't Get married until you're 35, until your career is established, you got your money, and then definitely look for a woman who's about 10 years younger than you.
0: That is 100%. My what, what, was, what was the Pew Research you're talking about? Because I'm trying to find it.
1: Pew Research, uh, consistent studies that show me, uh, women, uh, prefer to marry a man that makes either as much money as them or more or more, yeah. or more never less, never less.
0: I cannot, I will find, find it, I
1: will find it for you.
0: I will find it for I c- you. I can find though this story, this, this study from 2017. Americans see men as the financial providers, even as women's contributions grow. Even as women are starting to make more and more salaries, men are still viewed as the breadwinners.
1: Yeah, as they should be. That's the way we're designed. That's why we have testosterone. That's why we have big muscles. That's why we could smash things. That's why women are soft and sweet and they like to cuddle things and they <laughs> feed them from their breasts because they literally give other humans life. That's why we're, that's how we're designed. It's what our hormones do.
0: We, we, oh, oh, this is crazy. I can't believe we're getting into this on this show. Jack Murphy, (laughs) what are you doing? We're going to get in so much trouble. Let's do it. From Market Watch, May 27, 2019, this one thing in your marriage increases the risk of divorce by 33%. Oh, what is it? Women making more money than men? Dude, tell us. That's the image. The financial gender balance within marriage seems to be changing at a faster pace. They say... It could be a race to the finish in more ways than one. When wives earn more than their husbands, some men just can't handle it.
4: That's what's up. Neither can the
0: women. Nobody
4: can. Nobody likes it.
0: Only Jessica
1: Valenti out there gets off on making more money than her husband. Only Jessica Valenti gets Uh, off on there thinking that her husband is at home. and He's so sexy. He's so powerful and masculine. He cut the crusts off the kids' sandwiches, and he wears his slippers and his health robe all day. Only Jessica Valenti thinks like that.
0: I've 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 seen. uh, And if
1: they don't, I'm sorry. And if the women give lip service to this notion, they're lying. Well, I wonder if it's about money or
2: status. Because I know. Because I don't know if it's about money. Like, (laughs) no, it's
1: about status and power.
2: Status and power. Because if a guy becomes the president, he doesn't make a lot of money, but he's super powerful. He will have. And women love that.
1: They. It's about power and status. And there's no faulting women for this. Women historically do not have physical power. Right. The way that women have physical powers by proxy.
4: We are the neck that turns by the
1: head. making men do things for them using cunning, guile, beauty, caretaking, nurturing and delivering children. Men are proxy power for women. This is this is the way you survive in the caves in the wilderness. They can't go around beating the, you know, beating up the bears and they can't go around beating up the the hostile groups that are going to take us over. So you got to get a man to do it for you. How do you get a man
0: to do it for you? You look cute. You look pretty. You take care of shit. Here's what they they say. They say the risk of divorce is nearly 33% higher when a husband isn't working full time, according to money, work and marital stability, assessing change in the gender determinants of divorce. A 2016 study of more than 6,300 couples by Alexandra Killewald professor of sociology at harvard university quote for marriages formed after 1975 husband's lack of full-time employment is associated with higher risk of divorce expectations of wives homemaking may have eroded but the husband breadwinner norm persists the apparent disconnect may be due to peer pressure or attitudes passed down from parents another theory through evolution a persistent glass ceiling for women at work may encourage men to believe they should also be the highest earners at home One thing they never talk about, though, is there's always an excuse, but it's always the man's fault. Of course it is, because everything is the
2: man's fault, period. This sounds like it's like a a lack of purpose issue. With if someone doesn't have a full-time job, maybe they're missing purpose in their life and they become much less attractive. That is a separate issue, but
1: that's yes, you're point, exactly yeah. right. People don't have a mission or a purpose or an expression of values that's unrelated to their source of income. And people have terrible, horrible lives when their values and their mission and their purpose aren't aligned with the things that they have to do to earn money.
2: I would even like to see independently wealthy people that inherit a bunch of money that don't have jobs and see their rates of success in marriage because I think that would be low also. If you don't have something that you love Outside yeah, but those two, things,
1: those two things aren't necessarily the case. You can be born with a lot of money and have passions, you know, yeah. bu- building no meat. Or but my point is, or it's not
2: that women or men seek money in their partner. It's that they seek drive, ambition, status and power or potential for it.
1: No, what they seek is deferential power. That's what they both parties seek. What do you mean by that? Because you can be a broke ass dude and find a woman that looks up to you because she's broker. Right. This is what relative power. Yes, it's it's about relative power. It's about relative power and relative status. A woman that doesn't have a job, doesn't have a career, doesn't have any education, latches on to a guy that's got a a minimum wage job and, and has a room in a house somewhere. Well, she's moving up in the world, right? It's all about relative power. And that's why the more okay, look, more women graduate high school, more women apply to go to college, more women graduate college. More women get hired out of school for jobs. Women make more money than men coming out of school. Yep. Women live longer, are healthier, have less alcoholism, drug use, suicide. And at the end of the day, they control more wealth when they die. Yep. Okay. Interesting. And all these things are pushing and they're happening, they're happening. And at the same time, women's satisfaction in life has gone down. Marriage rates have gone down. Divorce rates are you know, going down, but less so than with the marriage rate. So more people are getting divorced. Fertility is down. Childbirth is down. Happiness is down. Why? It's not because we live in a world that's like horrible, terrible place. We live in a world of abundance. We have everything that we want. This is the greatest time to be Bro, alive. I got I, I finished this thought. It's the greatest time to be alive, Correct. but these women are miserable because they make more money. They're more educated. They have more power than they really want. And the pool of men available to them diminishes with each step that they take up the ladder. It is a self-defeating cycle that we can all observe on the outside. And man, I'm so glad I'll, we're talking I'll, about this. I've been, make I'll make been writing simple. about
0: this stuff 10 years. I'll make it simple. It doesn't matter if it's the men's fault. They want to write these studies and they say men can't handle that women make more money than them. It's like okay.
4: It's not it at all. Well, that just
0: means that women still can't date the men. You can blame the men for it, but if if a woman wants to date a man and she wants to find a good man, and men don't like this because you think they can't handle it, well, then make a choice. Get do you better. Want, do you want to date them or do you want to adhere to what the man wants? So it's it's like when when you're in a relationship, you don't just dictate the relate. You don't you don't say you are dating me now. That's it. No, every relationship is: <laughs> are we providing something to each other in some capacity that makes us feel fulfilled? The relationship will work. If this story from the New York Post says that, you know, these these women can't find men who make, make as much money as them, and then this other study says men can't handle it, well, then it sounds like— It sounds like both parties no, no, are by,
1: dissatisfied, bro. By, by,
0: all, by all means, say, the men are losers who can't handle it. Okay, that still means the one doesn't get a date. Yeah. <laughs> so there we
1: go. It's an impasse. Right. Well, it's every—the system is flawed. We, we have just continued, we've just decided to just, and this is feminism, this is so critical race theory, this is SJW, this is the whole thing about the radical left. We have obliterated uh, the differences between men and women in our minds and in our discourse, but you can't erase the biological evolutionary differences that are built into us over well, millions but, of but, years.
2: But, but social influences as well. That's like, big time, because when you, when you remove the incentive to do better to people, then they strive less to do better i've yeah. done my best work for the most part when i didn't have enough and i needed to get more i needed i was seeking that power once i get the power i find that there's this tendency to sit on my laurels to rest back and be like now you i gotta have it. work
1: on that bro right
2: so i have to create like this outside invisible uh enemy that i need to overcome basically it, with, i love Peterson's work he talks a lot about this stuff i keep thinking about him when we're talking about this um so well- you- you know, this whole social structure where you have enough, you have everything, government's gonna take care of you. I think it's killing incentive I for I also to do think
1: that you insult and demean the maturity and capabilities of twenty four or five year old women. Me? That's, that's, yeah, absolutely. There's no reason in the world a mature, established thirty five year old man cannot have a healthy, productive, fruitful relationship with a woman ten years younger than him. I didn't say that. I just think You just said they were immature and they shouldn't be matched up. Twenty two. Okay. Twenty two, twenty three, twenty four. Look, they're women mature way more college women mature way more quickly than men, dude way more quickly preference at the age at age 15 women. They're basically women already Right, and it's like men take men hit their prime in their 30s 35 Why wouldn't a man in his prime latch on to a woman in her prime? Why not? That seems the most logical thing possible. That's what's happened for millennia for
3: millennia older men would marry like 15 year olds Mm and the societal yeah, the societal yeah. shame in this society. around
1: dating a younger woman is just jealousy it's jealousy because, as you said, every man in the world wants to date a 22-year-old woman. According to OKCupid data. According data. to OKCupid, I don't know. your own two eyes, all of history, every piece of but literature, I'm every this book you purpose, ever saw. Because
0: it's not your opinion. OKCupid actually tracked no, all the messages. Yeah. And they found no matter how old a guy was from even younger guys. Why do you think that is? Always mentioning 22-year-olds. Why do you think that is? For I think by evolution, like biological reasons. Uh, right, exactly right. And, and what OKCupid found was that very disgustingly in my opinion men are actually attracted to women much 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 younger than that but would not want to have a family with someone younger than that so men choose 22 as the equilibrium between mental and physical maturity why is that
1: disgusting there's nothing there's nothing kids. wrong well little kids of course dude well but there's,
0: that's, but there's that's that's but there's a there's, hyperbolic on my part right like,
1: but there's literally teenagers. nothing wrong with seeing a woman of fertile age and thinking she is an attractive sexual partner but like acting on that with an eighteen-year-old woman is a completely different story. But there's nothing wrong with seeing an eighteen-year-old girl, woman, and being like, "Oh, she's attractive. Of course she is. She's in the prime I'm not of her beauty." About
0: Eighteen. Okay, Cupid data said men want women younger than that. Okay, well, and that I find creepy. Yeah, it is. S- society, it, society has rules. Like it is creepy today, but guess
1: what? It wasn't creepy until just recently.
0: I don't know. All
1: of humanity, all of history, all of time.
0: I still think it was creepy. Yeah. I think, I think, I think a lot of past cultures did a lot of really creepy, gross stuff.
1: Yeah, oh, of course, <laughs> of course, and of course. I'm not advocating for guys in their 30s like dating anyone, under, anyone under 22, but I think it's perfectly reasonable to have a relationship with a woman who's in her early 20s if you're in your 30s. Well, <clears throat>
0: absolutely, absolutely reasonable. Let's go to Super Chats. Yes. And, uh, oh, here we go. We're going to have... Uh, we'll, we'll do a bonus segment. Yeah, you're on for that, right?
1: Yeah, man. I'm on for it.
0: It won't be, it won't be too long, though, but... Uh, I'm uh, up for it.
1: I got to go. Plus, I got, I got home. I got a 14-year-old woman, uh, a woman 14 years younger than me. At
0: home waiting for me. I want to watch it. <laughs> Smash the like button, my friends, and check out Timcast.com because I think it's gonna get spicy. Jack's gonna go off on this this huge rant about manliness and stuff, so yes. we'll, we'll carry that conversation over. But uh, subscribe, <laughs> hit the notification bell, share this podcast if you really do like it, because that's what helps podcasts grow. I keep hearing it from all these, you know, big wigs. They're like, well, if you want to make your podcast big People who listen to podcasts are the ones who tell people to listen to podcasts. That's what you have to do. And I'm like, okay, I guess that's the secret. So if you want to help out, let's see what we got here. LMV188 says, love the show. Do you think the Dems will evoke the 25th on Biden? Or is it more likely he will die in
2: office? (laughs) More likely they evoke the 25th. You think so? I don't know if that they will, but I think Mm. it's more likely than him dying. Yeah, maybe.
1: No, he's. He, I, I think. I think. Uh, life expectancies tell us that Biden's going to die pretty soon.
2: Although, if you well, say, like life expectancies two years past it. This study yeah, of fat. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. All he should this, be dead already. All this life extension technology out of Harvard that they're working on: nicotinamide mononucleotide, resveratrol, um, yep. berberine, things like okay. that. Yeah,
0: Aubrey, Aubrey de Grey. Uh, he said this like a decade ago that. 10 years ago, he said, someone who's 45 today will live to be a thousand. And
2: it, it was also, it was tying into Me? what we were just talking about, you, Jack. I'm going to be a
0: thousand? No, no, no. Oh. You were, you, how, how old were you 10 years ago? Oh, 35. So I'm even yeah. better. I'm, I'm golden. Now. And what he said, what he said was, he's, he's one of, he's <laughs> one of the, the most prominent senescence researchers. He said, it's not because we're going to invent immortality. It's because the things that kill people are being cured. People don't die of old age. They die of renal failure or heart failure or, you know, something like that. But as as people are aging right now, medical technology is advancing faster than the, than people are are dying. So that's what he said 10 years ago.
3: It's,
2: we'll see if he's proven it. It's tying right. into the, what we were, the conversation we are just having about age, like <sighs> m- dating people, and fertility rates, because I think women will stay fertile much longer if, in this society, and that 60, 70, 80-year-old women will be able to have babies.
0: I don't know about that. Yeah,
2: it looks like it. That's what the data is tending towards. Oh, wow.
0: All right, we got we to go in here. Josh says, love the show, Tim. Been listening uh, to you for about a year. Are you still interested... Uh, are you still taking guest recommendations no we never take recommendations mind you would love to see Nicole Arbor on your show smart lady and kick ass comedy bless Uh, that's actually going to be happening yes it is at some point so she I I think she's great I think she's hilarious she's great yeah let me know if you need to sit in on that (laughs) Try, try uh Quetra. Is having issues logging in. If you're having issues, just email members at TimCast.com. Yes. And we will help you get into the site. And for any other email, there's info at TimCast.com. So, yes. Brendan says, get Tom McDonough on the podcast. My friends, there are like 50 people that we've reached out to that are like, yes, we want to come on the show. And they're in Canada.
4: You can't do it. Or they're concerned about the COVID.
0: Justin, well, I mean, that's mostly lefties. But Justin Trudeau in Canada, he's like, he's sitting there at the border, just like you know, looking around, waiting for any of these, any of these people to try and cross over into the states, and then he runs over and he grabs them, and then they lock him in a hotel.
2: He wants to come on the show too. We've been trying to get him on the show. Trudeau, I would love to have Trudeau on the show. I mean, yeah, but that's never going to (laughs)
4: happen. I want to see his socks.
0: Trudeau, let's have some legitimate questions thrown at you in a two-hour sit-down where you can't leave. Like why why? (laughs) talk about COVID, man? For the first time in the guy's life, he'd have to tell the truth. (gasps)
2: That'd be awesome. That's not going to happen.
0: You'd never do that. People don't want to sit in the hot seat. He's an entertainer. you might. Oh, that's interesting. Beautiful Bliss says, what's the counter argument for Democrats for declining birth rates? I wonder. Hi, yeah. Lydia. I don't know.
4: Probably say it's a good thing.
0: All right. Let's jump down. What is, what is this? Rantomatic says, Trump to Biden voters. Are you sorry yet? <laughs> Oof. Men says, hello, Beanie Compound. Great news. Minnesota uh, government has rescinded their decision to spend taxpayer money on influencers for the Derek Chauvin trial. What?
4: How nice of them. Because
0: Minnesota doesn't trust the government to do the right thing. What does that mean? Influencers?
4: Yeah, they were going to pay influencers to, like, influence people about the Chauvin trial.
0: Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, you didn't... I didn't know that. That's a story. Yeah, that's creepy. What?
4: I'm shocked you did not see that story.
0: Northern Blue Collar says, hello from Maine. Keep up the great reporting. I love listening to y'all while I work and we love getting your money in super chats it makes it all worth it thanks man we got a you hear we got it we got a new show coming i heard cults crime mystery paranormal i heard it's going to be more like a legit show like we'll do like 13 episodes we'll record them on the weekends and then we'll just like release them out so it'll be not the same as like a topical news show it's evergreen evergreen entertainment for guests from cults and like
1: alien civilizations redux
0: yeah i'm hoping we can get like a legit murderer like, like, from prison? No joke. Like, yeah, That'd man. be
4: awesome. I will not be here that day Not way.
0: in the... They're going to be in prison. And oh, so we'll record I see, I see, a conversation. I see, I see. Oh, I gotcha. And we'll do... You're going to send Cassie in there. <laughs> I don't know. It's up to <laughs> her. But uh, the paranormal stuff, I'm really excited for, because I want to do this for a while. Yeah, dude. I want to get, like, a legit researcher who's like, you know, I work at this university. We track this stuff. Here's what we think. And then it's going to be great. We're going to do sound effects and
2: creepy dude, stuff. Dude, the cult stuff is fascinating. Just the m- the mind of a cult member or reformed cult member i love that stuff especially with the age of cult cult personality
0: there's also some people who deny they're they're in a cult there's like reports of like here's a cult and the people like it's not a cult and so i'm really interested having those conversations i
1: mean who gets to decide if it's a cult or not
0: i don't know the size of the cult i don't know man i mean i've I've been watching i
1: okay so i watched the nexium series and i watched wild wild country What's right. Wild Wild Country about? Oh, that's about that Indian guy and, and, and his uh, right hand woman who took over a town in Oregon or Washington. Oh, that's or right. Like that's that. right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, what's a cult? Could they leave? The Nexian people couldn't leave. They couldn't leave. No, they they couldn't leave because they gave up collateral on themselves, like oh. pictures of them cheating on their husband oh, or wow. whatever. Plus, they got branded yeah. and all these things. And then when they tried to leave, they wouldn't let them. But the wild, wild country people—they said it was a cult, but like no one was forcing them to be. But there. did
0: you did you see what Nikki Klein said? I don't know who that is. She was somewhat, She was one of the members of the DOS. They called the DOS. Oh cult. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's denied all of that. She said it's not true. She said the media was lying about everything. I, it was I, sensational headlines. I where, wouldn't be
1: surprised. Yep. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I watched the Nexium thing, and it was about three episodes. I'm not
0: saying she's right. I was
1: about three the media ep- lies. Three episodes in, and I was like, I haven't seen anything. I haven't seen anything wrong here yet with yeah. Nexium. Yeah.
2: Oh really? Yeah. I At that the, fir- was like the first, the first sex call.
1: It, 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 well, that's how it was portrayed.
0: Well, so I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm saying the media has reported it as a cult. Nikki Klein, who I actually have met because I was at, I think I met her, uh, I'm not sure where I, I met some people from Nixon at CPAC. And then I I think they introduced me to Nikki Klein. And this was back when I was doing a really old podcast and we were going to do a podcast. We ended up not actually using it because that's when the news was breaking about the cult and all that stuff. So I wonder if we still have some of that stuff, but I'd be interested in talking to her. Like you say, it's not a cult. There's <laughs> so all the stuff saying it was. And don't you think people who are in cults would deny being in a cult? I
1: mean, what is a cult, though? A cult is is somebody looking in from the outside and not being able to understand the motivations of the people staying on the inside. People, yeah, call, you, people call things a cult because they don't
2: understand. You can say Christianity is a cult. Yeah, but people people do, have said yeah. it. That's why I said the size. Well, let's
0: read some more Super Chats, though. Northern Blue Collar says, I love the debates you and Ian have. Ah. Me too. And then Brian says, free the code is the stupidest thing ever. And only a vile socialist who doesn't code would say something like that something something that ignorant code is work
2: i would say to explain a little bit of that i don't want to free all the software code in the world i think that's it would be bad um but when a when a social network which is a unique business that we're now dealing with in, in life reaches 100 million users a month or something that it becomes part of the commons and then i believe we have the right as sovereign citizens to take control of that commons and protect the commons and do that by freeing that software code all right i gotta read this
0: one Bobby Bob says, I want Jack to hold me lovingly, rub his beard on my face, and gently whisper freedom in my ear. Pasta must be involved. His choice. Freedom. (laughs) And freedom in fusilli.
4: Okay, okay. Sounds good. (laughs) All right. (laughs)
0: The, The Civic Nationalist says, the Pilgrims fled because Great Britain wasn't religious enough. The U.S. was made by terrorists, and you still paid for the goods destroyed. The U.S. is a failed state. There were more loyalists in the colonies. Stop talking about this. You are not able to. God save the Queen. It's actually... N- <laughs> so it's, it's not true that there were more loyalists. That's just British propaganda from British nationalists. Uh-huh. But it is true... <laughs> that it was only a plurality that wanted independence. Yeah, it's true. So there was a vote. Like, the sentiment among the colony was like, you know, 38% says independence. And then, like, you know, 28% said loyalty. And the rest said, shut up and leave me alone. And it was the shut up and leave me alone people... That basically, you know, any, if any one of them were just like, okay, we'll stay with Great Britain, then we would have not have had independence. It wouldn't happened. But they uh, essentially abstained.
2: So, All right, let's would see. Would we where have
1: I... the Federal Reserve if we would have
2: stayed with Great Britain? Yeah. But it would have been called the Bank of England. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, let's see. Snap Crackle Pop says, Tim, remember, the reason the dollar menu is now called the value menu is because of inflation and Democrat politics. <laughs> Sparky the Pyro says, boy, am I glad I uh, glad I know how to grow food and hunt with these food prices. Need me some chickens and a couple of goats. Yes. Well, we were considering goats, but they scream. Yeah, they bleat. They just yell. Ah! <laughs> yes. ah! And so nobody wants to wake up to screaming goats. We we're we, we were going to get chickens. I want to get roosters. The rooster loud, too. Like, you know what? You're not know realized? What are you gonna do with a rooster, bro? The roosters protect the chickens. Oh, you, you let them walk around.
1: You put up. You gotta have a chicken coop around here. You I got have. Pre- f- you got,
0: I bought a big, massive yeah, chicken coop.
1: You got predators, bro. What are you gonna do with a rooster? You, what need, what do you what need hens and broilers. That's what
0: you I need. have. We're gonna, so we bought a, a bunch of chicken coops. Yeah, we're gonna get a bunch of chickens. Do it. And I was considering getting a bunch of roosters. Yeah. A bunch meaning like a couple, because you need a lot of chickens. The problem is they scream and we record in a studio here. Yeah. Oh, true. Well, you know what? So in the morning every, it'd be like mid
1: <laughs> midway through every single one of my podcasts, which I do at twelve o'clock. Uh, I'm doing one tomorrow on Thursday. Uh, the mailman comes and Rosie, my dog, barks. So around one fifteen in every podcast, Rosie barks. Rosie barks and everybody laughs and then we just, <laughs> and then we just move on. It's just part of the show. Hmm. Man. Yeah,
0: but roosters yell randomly. Yeah, they do. And you're saying but, we don't need them well if we take care of the chickens if we want if we want babies I guess but yeah, you uh can hatch, yeah you know there's a uh, at at the, at the well there's one place I, I go to where they have three just they're big they're big roosters and they keep predators away yeah there's the, and and so I was asking one of the guys there I was like the roosters enough I'm like eh, we have dogs too and I was like there it is Roosters so get so mean roosters will run after predators and they also tell the chickens to go home when it gets dark so, but we'll probably just set up a big enclosure where it's like, we, we're gonna secure it so that predators can't get in or anything. But if we have chickens, we can actually keep it in a secure area. The problem was we have a really great place to put it where it's surrounded on, on, you know, three sides. So there's no predator coming in only from one direction. And then we can actually secure that very, very well and then have the coop inside it secured as well. The problem is it's close to the house. So if we get roosters, you're gonna hear the roosters yeah. everywhere. So it's like, maybe we'll just get chickens.
2: Okay, we can always start with chickens.
1: I was thinking homesteading, man. You have, you have got eggs, goats, and herbs. That's easy, right? It's so like every morning you can wake up to like a goat cheese omelet yeah. with like herbs I and used stuff. to milk them. That doesn't sound like, that's not roughing it by any means. That's, that sounds amazing. That <laughs> sounds great. I'm going to go got, for a goat cheese omelet right now.
0: We got to read some more. We got to some more. So Image JPEG says, the only thing that can stop crypto is if governments go back to sound money. Won't happen. However, in my opinion, BTC is overvalued. Check out CoinFair value. Satoshi's white paper was for e-cash, not store of value. That's fine, but it doesn't matter. I hear a lot of people saying this. They're like, oh, the original vision. So they have Bitcoin cash where it's like it's it's faster transactions and it's it's worth a lot less, but you can trade it really quickly. They all exist. All, all these little cryptos exist where you can instantly trade value. The Mines token, for instance, has value to some people in, in the library token or whatever. Bitcoin has become a store of value. That's that's it. You can not like it, but that's, how it be, that's what it's become. I think the problem is maybe Satoshi didn't realize governments were going to be dumping massive amounts of money into this. And that means the demand is massive and the supply is
2: literally diminishing. It's so funny that the government says no one is allowed to mint a currency but us. Uh, Well, couldn't stop it. So they're just letting it happen. You can't stop it. Letting it it
1: happen. Aren't they they the ones buying everything? And then
2: they're buying it. Maybe maybe M1.
1: All that. Just, they're just buying up Bitcoin. Buying Bitcoin. So maybe
2: the whole you can't print your own money supply thing should be tossed out the window. I mean, it, it's being ignored. So let's just say you can print wow. your own money supply and change the Constitution and let people make their own cryptos. All right, all right, we
0: got re- to read some more. We got a good one here. Joey says, I remember when the Whopper was $1. How much is it nowadays? God, Three. it like 6 bucks.
2: It was... Jeez. That's a guess. But Fort,
0: it's, 14, maybe maybe 16 years ago, there was a Burger King in my neighborhood... And their sign was hard printed, yeah. 99 cent Whopper. Yeah, yeah. hard, hard. Like it wasn't that. something they changed; it was it permanently there. And then I remember when they finally broke it.
3: <laughs> yeah, because Two it was it,
0: it was not a banner. It was like the science itself at Burger King, and then under it, it said the 99 cent Whopper. And then eventually, when they're like, "That's too expensive," it just it broke the sign. I lived, I lived in the South Side, man. It wasn't like a you know good right. place. They were just like, <laughs> "Get the hammer!" <laughs> wow. Or someone broke it. I don't know. Maybe someone shot it.
2: Last time I bought a Whopper is two twenty nine, maybe.
4: They cost four nineteen now.
0: Yuck! Wow, four nineteen. Matthew Stockhausen says, technically, any state can leave the union if they want to fight the USA for freedom.
3: <laughs>
2: That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. re what? Texas. I don't think it's a good idea. Whenever they talk about secession, like you'll have a blockade in the Gulf of Mexico, all that oil. The Fed is not going to give up that oil. You know, federal government, I should say.
1: Do you think there's the stomach by the other 49 states in, in the union to actually say, oh, Texas seceded. Other 49 states are going to be like, invade them. Nope. Oh,
0: that era has changed, man. Look at Scotland voting for independence. Like Scotland was essentially conquered, wasn't it? Well, I don't know anything about Great Britain. I'm going to trigger all the British people. They're going to be like, no, you know, nothing. And it's like, okay, fine, whatever. But we're at a point now where it's like, I guess Catalonia, they keep trying to leave Spain and then the the federal police come in and just start beating people mercilessly. So there you go. I don't think people people. would go for that.
2: Yeah, I know. It's like the federal Mm -hmm. cops are not the state or the people are not the people there's like a a, that's why we're talking about like the nsa and the homeland security and the fbi like that's a lot of militant force that the federal government has we'll we'll, we'll keep going through these super chats
0: uh c hennessy says best analogy for america is a skyscraper and each floor is a year of america the founding fathers laid the foundation and now the people on the 244th floor wants to take out the foundation that the whole 244th floor sits on indeed interesting katie says Have to sit with an assignment for six hours, forced to write about Black Lives Matter and white supremacy. I have to pass it to graduate this summer. So I would like to know if I only pass if I only pass if I go full leftist. Sounds like it. Wow. I, I would, have a look, lot of It's a time for you. it's a time
1: honored tradition to write whatever it is that you think your professors want you to write in order to get an A and not believe a single word of it. So just do what everybody's always done in college. Or
2: it's, you could write what you truly believe and frame it and throw the finger up. Here's here's a good a good super chat from Welder. He says, Tim, no income
0: tax, no progressive tax, only a sales tax. The more you buy, the more you pay. The rich that buy more will pay more and the poor can save. That's an interesting idea. I've heard that before. Maybe you just do a really high sales tax, like relative to where it is now, like increase it so that it offsets everything. And then whoever consumes the most, that would actually be a good green solution, right? To all of these lefties who want, you know, to fight climate change and stuff, because then you're basically saying, by all means, buy whatever you want, but there's a lot of taxes attached to those purchases.
1: Value add taxes are regressive. Yeah. Yeah. They're regressive. If it's the, in some places, they have a 19% VAT. It means you go, if you, if you spend one dollar, 19 cents. it's a lot.
0: But th- but if there's no income tax.
1: No, I, I understand. But it, 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 when you when that is just I, I'm pretty sure that is just known to be regressive because it, it does not increase percentage wise uh, for rich people. Right. The poor people are right. paying the same taxes. It's, so it's
0: regressive. But if poor, if rich people are buying tons of stuff like crazy, yeah. then they end up spending way more in taxes.
1: Yeah. I mean, sitting in Luke's seat right now, I can think to myself, hey, uh,
2: I prefer when the government doesn't tax anything for anybody. <laughs> the value added tax is interesting. That's what Andrew Yang wanted to use to pay for basic income. And a friend of mine, Aaron, was explaining that. The supply chain would be taxed at every point. So the people that grow the rice sell it to the the, the manufacturers. There's a tax on it. And then that's the value. That's a value-added tax on that. Then the manufacturer sells it to the store. There's a value-added tax on that. The store brings it to the person. There's a value-added tax put on that. And then what it would do is cause a markup in the price of the product to cover the All the, the be- tax, embedded taxes the loss along the chain. Yeah.
0: Right. All right. This one's for you, Jack. Benjamin Haver says, "I am 38 and have no family, both of my own and older, uh, both of my own and older than me. It's been a hard road. Also, I'm a huge fan of y'all's work. Much respect. No family." Yes, yeah, yeah. to Super chat. Thank you. Thanks for watching the show. Appreciate it. William Kelly says, "Hey Tim, how dare you for being exactly 10 days older than me and share my twin's name? Then again, my twin is my political polar opposite. Oh, really? Like a left? Like a, you have a twin, and then one's left wing and one's right wing? That's or something interesting."
4: It's a conference of and, right
0: there. Uh, my birthday is March 9th. It is coming up very soon. Happy birthday, man. About six days. 35th. And I will be 35 year, years old. A big year. Ryan Law says, Wondering if you guys heard about how the National Guard troops at the Capitol are being treated. They're getting sick from raw and molded food. i DM the story to your Instagram, Tim. Uh, I did. And metal shavings.
3: Yeah. Metal shavings.
0: I saw that. Is that le- that's legit? It's probably from the cans when they're like making uh, potatoes okay. and they're yeah. scraping it. In oh, the no. Bits. Yep, yep, yep. And now when I heard about the raw beef, I was kind of like, that's so bad. I I like my steaks rare. I guess if you're getting garbage freezer food, though, and you don't know where it's been, you probably want it to be cooked. It's probably not steak tartare. The raw chicken,
3: though.
0: Yeah, that's like, dude, they are mistreating these guys. It is such. They feed them raw chicken. That's why I'm saying it feels like everything's falling apart. When our National Guard is supposed to be defending the capital, and we can't even feed
2: them properly? Yeah, you got to defend the National Guard before you use them to defend the capital.
0: You, have, you ever think about how these massive armies, like the Crusades, they had to have food, man. Yeah.
1: Armies march on their bellies. Yep. yep. They had have, like, huge so they, baggage trains yep, with their families
0: all the and— food. So now you have the net. You have the, 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 one of the wealthiest countries, if not the wealthiest country on the planet right now, can't get food to our own national guard in the capital. No, it's not in that the they, capital. It's not that Jeez. they can't.
1: It's that they won't.
0: That's decay decay is decay. But the case. Still, the case.
1: But but right. But there's a big difference between somehow we just can't, and we have all the resources, resources in the world. Money printer go burr. We can't. We won't.
2: Why do you think? What do you mean they won't? Like, what are they not doing?
1: What is a limiting factor from them buying high quality food? Choice. Choice. It's a choice. Yeah.
2: Same with hospitals. I feel like hospitals should have healthy food.
1: Institutionalized food delivery is tough.
2: Um, but schools, hospitals, and the military are suffering from a lack of nutrition. That's a big problem. And that's another part of why government is is kind of kind of an issue kind of i'm I'm
0: just saying if (laughs) we can't tell me more about that
2: it's a bit of an issue i could go (laughs) into it
0: all right we got to read this one mesa uh, mesa's own one mesa's one i don't know why people are so mad at cuomo for the nursing home stuff he was just trying out a bold new strategy to solving the looming social society crisis yeah too many old people then we we won't
1: have to uh, bring in more immigrants and we can solve the fertility issue the entitlement issue the peer the the Great Pyramid Scheme that is America, by the way, yeah, we could solve that problem just by killing all the old people. Yeah, this cool. is a joke, obviously That's youtube cold. over overlords
0: this is important, oh boy Alex Ryan says, Tim, get a donkey. A donkey will act as a guard for your chickens. they're brutal to predators. It's an awesome sight to watch a don- donkey stomp a coyote. I've heard that Wow. They'll just so like fun. just like get <gasps> away from the chickens. The chickens are my friends. Wow, donkeys. I hear donkeys are awesome. They're
4: great. Way better than horses. What are
2: they bray? Is that the noise they yeah. make? Eaw.
4: Yep, that's called.
0: <laughs> <laughs> goat man Jack says, "Don't you judge my people's music." <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. So when I when I lived in Miami with Adam, the neighbors had a goat, and just the goat would yell all the time. So it's not enjoyable when you're trying to sleep, and then it's like seven a.m. in here. Bleat, on. Yeah.
3: bleat,
1: bleat on. on, bleat on, bleat
0: on, bleeder. <laughs> Catoriously wise says Tim. I've been in the beanie cult for about nine months now, but I never got my new follower beanie. Who do I contact? Do, we don't have beanies, do we? We were we, we actually reached out to a bunch of companies to make these kinds of beanies, and it's hard because it's dual colors. So you need like a good factory, but everything was shut down for COVID. Hey, as a as an aside, I wore the
2: I'm a Gorilla t-shirt yesterday, and it is really comfortable. It's comfortable, yeah, Good right? shirts, yeah. huh? Yeah. That's, 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 that's
0: great. i surprised today. Teespring
2: doesn't do beanies. Maybe yeah, we should, they should. Maybe they could. They do, but they're always these just
3: like oh, you know acrylic
0: what? embroidered, not... All uh, We have liminal order beanies as
1: well uh, through but are, are print, they, are Printful. Are they acrylic? No, they're really nice. through they're printful. not acrylic. Through Printful and Shopify, printful. Uh, totally sold out. Toilet totally sold out. Can't oh, get wow. any more.
3: Wow. Oh,
0: wow. Yeah. Bam. Yeah. See, there you go. Jay Rich says one of the biggest contributors to the declining birth rate is third wave feminism and the rise of gynocentric society centered around B rating masculinity and browbeating men for being men. Make females women again.
2: Yep. So third wave feminism is this is the distortion of feminism over the last twenty or thirty years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the step beyond like maybe they should vote. Yeah. Maybe we're all equal. Yeah.
0: It's the step, a step beyond. beyond that. It's the step <laughs> yeah. beyond that.
4: It is. It really is. Yeah.
0: Mark Roberts says, Tim, I truly appreciate your cast and everyone's viewpoint. Thanks so much for your work. Best to everyone. Hey, oh, appreciate it. Mark that was a great Conner, one. Dude. Thank you. Christopher Blummer says, for Jack Murphy. Yes, sir. Do you think Keanu Reeves is a MGTOW? MGTOW for those it means men going their own way. I couldn't
1: tell you. I have no idea. Is he single? Have you seen? I thought he was yes. married no. to some older lady. Yeah. No, he's single. I and he, was, married he to like was, wasn't he, a fifty-five-year-old woman? Yeah, he was. Oh, was he? Silver hair. Yeah, he
0: was. Yeah, really, really. And all, all the older. photos of him with women, his hands—he's doing hover hands. Yeah, oh. yeah, he's legit. That one, I—I I think was not. I think that was legit. Like the Me Too thing was at its peak, and then all these photos started emerging of Keanu Reeves, and his hands were never on women. And I'm like, dude, he's Smart. playing it safe.
1: I'm pretty sure he's dating an older woman who doesn't dye her hair, and there was like a whole thing about it. I remember even tweeting about it. Now that I think about it, I have no idea if he's a migtow. I don't. I don't recommend that. By the way, don't go your own way, man. Become a better man. All right. Find a woman. Have a family. Be a rebel.
0: AI or Al, whichever one says, Tim, you seriously need to do a discussion on the mouse utopia experiment. It nearly perfectly mirrors the modern-day problems. Also, promiscuity is killing the long-term dating world. Look up retroactive jealousy. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I think I've heard about that. The mouse utopia experiment, I think I've read about that. Was that where, like, they gave the mice everything they could ever want, and then they ended up just getting, like, fat, lazy, and then not reproducing, and then just slowly dying off? Oh. Yeah, something like that.
1: Look, the fertility issue is something that we should have actually a deeper discussion on, because it's not just the United States. It's, a, it's it, Europe as well. It's everywhere it's with advanced West. technology. I think that this is the precursor to some transhumanist kind of thing happening, and a society, like as a as a as an entity in a whole, we might have some
2: expectation of a, of a you know huge change, coming. genderless evolution, and no, babies born say in say test that. tubes.
0: That's no, 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 <laughs> the Kathy, transhumanist. Kathy's uh, smacking you down. Smack smack down from Kathy. Well, yeah, right yeah Kathy, what's up? What's up? Kathy Mac says, "What is wrong with you people? What a sad generation." You pick a spouse by finding someone that enjoys the same things. I made twice as much as my husband, but it was all our money. Also, we have been married 41 years. Glad good for you. Right. Yeah, I like that. Awesome. Good for you.
2: Congratulations. I agree with that, man. I don't think that personally, I, I might be different than most, but I don't think the money. I guess I understand what you're saying about power and drive because I, I am attracted to women that are driven to, to create yeah, and do important. something.
3: Yeah.
4: yeah. Look,
2: getting
1: married because you like the person, this is a new thing. This is a new thing.
4: This has never been the case
1: Romantic before. love is a new thing. It's a modern creation.
0: It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, it used to be like arranged marriages and dowries and all that stuff. And it was like yeah. the, the the dad would basically sell off the daughter in a, in a manner of speaking. I have the dowry, and then there would be a good man. And then the, the dad would be like, I approve of this man. Right. It
1: was the opposite of selling.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right.
3: Yeah.
1: You're, the dad's giving the dowry. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. 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 It's, we- right. It's, it's weird, so, actually. So, like we the eligible men yeah. were... Yeah, they receive. You get a woman and a bunch <laughs> yeah, of money.
3: Yeah, right, right, right. Pretty That's good amazing. deal.
0: That's the call the patriarchy. By yeah, though. there you go. Patriarchy <laughs> Yeah,
4: works great. I, I called
0: uh,
1: and a stack of cash.
0: So I had I had a friend and I I jokingly called her a spinster and she got really offended. And I was like, "Why are you offended by that?" And she was like, "Don't call me a spinster." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "I thought that was like a like a, a funny thing nowadays. It's like." It used to be an insult back then, you know what I mean? What is it?
2: Someone that spins hay? So it was or typically
0: was it? the women who were spinning, was it cotton? <laughs> cotton, that's not like hay. It was because yeah. they, were, they were working. They were yeah. working women, so they were called spinsters. Oh, and then spinster, spinster became a term for a woman who wasn't married and didn't have kids. Oh, because she was burning. working. Right.
1: Because she had to spend the rest of her life wow. spinning up yarn. Yeah. Jeez, we live in
0: a. Yeah, but time. like nowadays, it's like tongue in cheek. It was like,
1: mm, I think spinster insinuates that a woman is barren.
0: Yeah. And, really? And yeah. a woman
1: that doesn't have any, barren no societally like this with why, no husband, why, no family, no anything. I'm, I'm
0: sorry. Why would you be mad at me for that? If you're like a high powered working woman. Cause it
1: triggers the evolutionary yeah. brain
0: that you can't be, be turned barren. off. It's also how like the left tries calling men incels because yes. they're trying to go after masculinity. Yes. It's a weird thing to do because it's like, it's just like it's like I don't know. It's 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 antithetical to what they claim to support.
1: Of course it's it like, is. It's dude. I just had a huge long thread this weekend on progressive alpha males and how they don't exist by definition.
0: Right. We we should we should say that for the for after. Yeah. Yes. We'll, we'll we'll go we'll go ham on all that stuff. Dude,
1: that was a good one
0: let be fun. That was huge. Travis Sharon says, donkeys scream. I stayed at Lake Pleasant, Arizona last weekend. Loud. Okay. You convinced me. Hexperimental <laughs> says, don't buy a donkey. The donkey will mind control you. Then it will make you join <gasps> oh, oh. and completely support the Democratic <gasps> oh, establishment. Oh, my gosh. He's right. Go Get donkey. an elephant There instead. you go. <laughs>
4: <Okay>. Perfect.
0: <laughs> <laughs> then a tiger.
4: Yes. I like it. We'll call
0: it Never Neverland.
4: Oh, no, gosh. Let's
0: not. <laughs> K.N. Clark says, Washington tiger. State is sales tax only. No income tax. Bad idea. Poor can't save. They actually pay a higher percent in taxes just buying necessities. That's a good point. Regressive. That's a good point. We're aggressive. Steve Selena says, Tim, my birthday is March 9th. going to be 27. Love Woo! your show, bro. And I'm glad I share my B-Day with such an awesome guy. Love you guys. Happy you know what's birthday? crazy? Is uh, Adam's birthday is right before mine as well. Yeah. What is it? March 7th? Yeah. It's awesome. And then uh it's crazy, a, bro. It's a good year for birthdays. There, there's another, there's another person who has a birthday two days after mine. But I don't know if their birthday is, is public, so I won't say. But we're gonna have a big party. It's gonna be great. Oh, nice. Maybe we'll do a show or something. Really
1: big party. I, you know, my invitation must have got lost in the
0: mail. Yeah, yeah. sure did. I know it. <laughs> oh yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Okay, Where's your the invite? Uh, we, yeah, we, come we, on, man. Here's some alcohol pads. <laughs>
4: uh, <laughs>
0: Inkspot says, "Get out of the cities. This is all building to the next world war, the next the new world order, and the culling through war, famine, and unspeakable strife."
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I don't know. At all, I don't know about all that, but I do think you will be ever so happy with chickens. Dude it I, I just gotta to tell you man tell you. I
2: had chickens in Miami
0: They're hilarious mm, They're like dinosaurs They're just funny It's like wa- watching them Do their thing They're just hilarious if They're so dumb If
2: you fell in a pit of chickens And passed out Would they eat you? Yeah probably. probably Yeah Okay They eat
0: They, <laughs> they eat sure animals were. Like they they're, eat ca- they're carnivores Yeah they like, eat mice When you ask someone What do chickens eat What do you think They're gonna tell you? They eat grubs Worms eat yeah. Bugs And they eat grass, grass. Mm-hmm. They eat grass Yep Oh man, they mutilated my lawn.
4: Yeah, they tear up your lawn. So you move
0: them around. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you just, you give them a big enough space to where they don't destroy the whole lawn. But they They were just annihilating it. Yeah. But the problem was the rooster we had was really dumb and kind of a loser and he would run away and not protect the chickens. So we were like, what do you do? So we called him, um, we called him Norin see, see, because do you, do you know Norin the wary? Yes,
2: <laughs> it's a Magic the Gathering creature. There's a,
0: there's a there's a card in Magic the Gathering called Norin the Wary. It's terrible. And, terrible. No, it's amazing. It's a brilliant card. But he's the, the the character is like mortified and always running away. That's the point. Well,
1: see, even a male chicken that
2: can't provide or protect is worthless.
0: <laughs> Boom. Good Done. point. Nailed it.
2: Evolution has spoken. I would That's have right. chopped this. You know what he would up. do? Right, yeah. You know it's
0: really funny. He would jump over the fence because he kept. It, it, oh, this is hilarious. We didn't have enough chickens, and we didn't realize this. And he kept banging them like crazy. And then he would jump over the fence. People don't realize how high they can, they can, they, they can like, oh,
4: they can, basically they can do big jumps. Yeah, yeah, they can
0: almost fly. They can't really fly. They can jump really high, and then they like come down. So he jumped over like, I think it was like a six and a half, seven foot fence. And we can't get over it to get him. <laughs> and he jumps over because he can hear all the, all the hot chicken ladies, you know? So he's hot like, chicken. I'm a rooster, and I can <laughs> hear these, <laughs> I can hear these chickens. And he jumps over. Here's a problem. Those chickens had roosters,
3: ah. oh. and
0: the roosters over there were massive, big old roosters, Ooh. and they basically said GTFO, but he wasn't smart enough to jump back over, <sighs> so he would just get stuck in the corner, and then we have to go to the neighbors, and they would come over and pick him up and throw him over, and it, I'll <laughs> tell you the funniest thing ever. He got trapped over there for like a day or two, and then the the chickens we had were just like doing their chicken business, and so we're trying to figure out like what happened to him. He's gone. And that was like the first time we realized he was jumping the fence. And so we asked the neighbors. The neighbors were like, oh, is that your rooster? We were wondering like where this thing <laughs> where came from. <laughs> so they throw they, – they, they they don't throw him over the fence. They put up they, they drop him over the fence. And then he, he as soon as he lands, we're standing there and we watch him just run full speed and then jump on the chicken and start banging the oh, chicken. No. We all just bust out laughing. What is it like
2: He's- when chickens bang?
4: They're like birds.
0: He jumps on their back and then digs yeah. his feet and rips their back open. Damn, do they yeah. scream in pan? No. Yeah. That's how cats do it. It's real quick. <laughs> okay,
2: yeah, it's <laughs> you'll chat. see that woman cat just tear, tearing it up, screaming. Have you ever seen that? Wow. All right, all right. Let's uh cats are we'll we'll it's do brutal. uh
0: we'll do one more here. Uh Don't Sam Botta says, Tim, get Rolo somewhere. Tomasi on the show. He wants to Jack's just paraphrasing Rolo's book, The Rational Male. Rolo Whatever, has been the authority <laughs> on intersexual Whatever. dynamics for 20 years now. Whatever. <laughs> so we should have you and Whatever. Jack, I've known
1: Rolo. Rolo for 10 years. I've known oh, Rolo before he ever wrote a book. I know Rolo before. So you're
0: saying he should come on with you? Uh,
1: pff, Rolo and his whole crew blocked me a year ago. <gasps> that would be a good Mad Jelly. Mad Jelly. No, so what's we're going to We're reigniting the beef. What is is his premise? Rolo and I came up in the same place. Rolo, they call him the king of the manosphere, and I'll give him credit. He did write a lot of things down. But man, Rolo and me and a handful of other guys, Mike, who was even in here the other day, we all co-evolved that whole scene. We co-evolved the whole thing. I've been talking about this stuff for 10 years. Same as Rolo. That would be really funny. That would be really funny. Hey, yeah. baby.
4: We should have that chat. Let's do All it. right, ladies and gentlemen,
0: <laughs> we are going to talk about the progressive alpha, I suppose, <laughs> at <laughs> TimCast.com. So that'll be up in about an hour or so. So go to TimCast.com, become a member. And uh, we'll have that up soon. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe. Smash that like button if you really like this podcast. Leave us a good review on iTunes or Spotify if you haven't. Check it out because then it like you know boosts you up in the ratings, and then you share it, and then people see it, and then it just you know it's great. It's great. You can follow me on all social media platforms at TimCast. My other YouTube channels are YouTube.com slash TimCast and YouTube.com slash TimCast News. This show is live Monday to Friday at 8 p.m. So we'll be back, of course, tomorrow. Jack, you want to shout out some stuff?
1: Yes. uh, Please follow me. Subscribe on my YouTube channel where. Approaching 40,000 subs. It'd be really Ooh. nice to get there. I got a live interview tomorrow at noon. And then my first ever panel show uh, Friday at 12 with Christopher Rufo, nice. uh, Carolyn B. and Corey DeAngelis is going to oh, be
3: wow. awesome. Peeps. Cool
0: yep. show.
2: Gorgeous. Uh, and you can follow me at Ian Crossland all over the internet, social-wise, and my website, iancrossland.net. You can pick up some merchandise if you like, including that one guy's favorite free the code mug
3: mm-hmm. shout yeah, out to the dude that. on
2: the super chatted out about that thanks for letting me um specify what i meant by this yeah. and um have some fun and i love you guys v- very much this yeah. is really cool
4: and i am sarah patch lids i push all the buttons every night at 8 p.m um i am uh, at real sarah patch lids on instagram and Gab, and i am sarah patch lids on twitter and minds
0: the progressive alpha coming up over at uh,
3: timcast.com and we will see you all there bye guys